ladies, now let's get in formation. Give me a P, give me a E, give me a T, T, Y. I'm petty all the time. Give me a P, give me a E, give me a T, T, Y. I'm petty all the time. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 65 with your favorite women. Um, back for another good episode. It's your girl Jess Nick checking in. Hey y'all, it's your girl Immaculate coming out the set. What's good, everybody? Hey y'all, it's your girl Crystal, aka Champagne Chris. Hi everyone, it's Jory. Hey y'all, it's your girl Michelle, aka Shelly, aka Each of the Few Nasty. And welcome back to another episode. Hey. I mean, I feel yeah. like it's almost the end of the week. I feel like it's been a long week, low-key. It has. It, this it week really went has. by fast. But y'all's week has went okay? It, it went fast. Great. Nothing has been wrong about it. It's just been a long week. Like, I'm just ready to wrap it up and get to my weekend. Mm-hmm. Well, wrap it I up. Think the wet- I think the weather's off, too. Like, the past... It hasn't been, like, a sunny week or nothing like that, you know? It's been, like, kind of cloudy the last couple days. So I don't know. It's just been, like, an off week for me. I don't like the yeah. weather we're in right now because it's, like, I can't... We're in this awkward stage where, like, you want to run your air, but then you turn your air off, then it gets too hot when you're in the car. And that. I'm, like, mm-hmm. I want it to just get cold where I can just have the heat on or nothing at all because I'm tired of the back and forth. But I still feel like this is, like, perfect, like, Sunday fun day weather. <laughs> Because it's like, basically, it's like warm throughout the day, but it's not too hot where you can do things outside. You can turn up all day, drink all day, and you still look okay. Now, so y'all, summer, been out, y'all was out for Sunday fun day? Oh, yeah. Nikki, you've been making low-key moves, really. How was, how, was, how was your Sunday? Oh, Sunday was fun. Sunday was actually a really good time. Like, so what did you do? Like, I just went to brunch and then went to a couple, like, Sunday fun day spots it was okay, just like, like no shit that's sunday fun day like what did you yeah, like, crystal you what? I know, <laughs> but i just asked like, her like I, she was like okay you know sunday fun day i'm like okay what you do i just did sunday fun day girl no we know that like, I'm asking, drop your pin like, next time drop your pin no next time. i just want to know like where you went to eat at least i mean please. i i can't be telling all okay, my business because i don't know okay. i don't know what i told everybody else on sunday <laughs> So Girl. if I if I if I relay all the information today, I might get caught up. What you trying to do to me? I kind of feel that. Not a damn thing. Should Moving be on. <laughs> Shouldn't be lying. Okay. Well, everyone else, we've been good. Weekend yep. was good. All right. I'm gonna jump into the um, moto mind of the other. It's kind of long, but it'll go by quick because I read kind of fast. All right. So the title of it is. FWB still wants contact. And I guess if you don't know what FWB means, it means friends with benefits. So she said, I was in an FWB situation for three years. Reason why I was in an FWB is because I was in a weird situation where I was unable to commit to him. He was fine with it. And even though he wanted to be with me too, I knew eventually he would move on because he was always someone who had to be in a relationship. Also, I had stopped talking to him two months ago before he messaged me a few days ago saying hi and how I was doing. Last November, he ended up meeting someone. They ended up moving together. She has two girls and he has a son. I knew that this girl was going to stay. I just knew. She had no idea about me. He basically told me he didn't want her to find out about us and our past. I didn't care because I'm nonchalant about it. Well, I had asked him if he would be down to hang out sometime. He told me he was sorry, but he couldn't because of his new girlfriend. 
He told me that sometimes she makes him mad and he questions himself. He also told me he and his girlfriend of almost one year were already talking about marriage. She's 35. I get it. He doesn't want to ruin things with her. Also, how he is getting close to the Lord because of her and all of this stuff. What's funny is he messaged me after six months of no contact and told me he had wished he could see me. Then I stopped talking to him after that for about two months until he just recently messaged me again asking how I was. Told me if I was going to move to his town that he basically wanted more with me. Then all of a sudden messaging me again a few days ago telling me all this ish about how his girlfriend after I asked about him hanging out. So I told him that maybe it's time we both stop messaging each other just no contacts at this point what's the point i don't want nothing to do with this anymore we're always off and on and we would go months before one of us caved and message each other he told me he didn't want to do that and he didn't want me to block him because he wants to say hi and see how i'm doing he also likes to look at my instagram pictures from what he said at this point this dude seems like he still wants me in his life but why why after what he said i'm just done if he is serious about marriage and his girlfriend why keep in contact i was thinking of just removing myself from social media because i don't want him contacting me anymore keeping me wanting him when he doesn't seem to want me i know it's my fault for some of this because of the weird relationship we had but man this is this fucking hurts if he truly loves her and is thinking about marriage then why is he still keeping keeping me around and that's her question. Um, I honestly feel like she is harboring unnecessary emotions and feelings for the situation. Like he's already in something new. So keep it moving. Like you really should have blocked him. Like I don't understand why you're allowing him to manipulate you into keeping him in your life, keeping him right. in your life. I don't I understand that. I think it's a, it's a little much to say that it's unnecessary. Like they have a relationship. So it's fair for her to feel the way she feels like she likes him is it for a right reason probably not but she likes him so it's like you know okay but i do feel like she should let him go because he's in a full-blown relationship so. that's what i'm saying he moved yeah. on that's what i meant like he moved I, on I already think, so i think that I as it's unnecessary because i don't know bro, niggas will tell you anything that's the thing like how many niggas have tried to talk to you in a full-blown relationship with a girl and, and keep it but moving. that's a thing but that's the thing like she he was honest about that so i feel like mm-hmm. as adults if someone's honest with you about the situation that they're in then oh. you need to understand what it is so it's oh, like he told her he, so it's, yeah so he told so he her, told her that yeah he told her and like months six months went by without them communicating and he came back out reaching out to her again and i kind of feel her because i've definitely have been in that situation before where it's like somebody who you used to talk to has moved on and they keep reaching out to you and it's like okay if you're happily in another relationship about to be married to somebody then why are you still reaching out to me and at the end of the day like we all say oh we need to be grown we don't we shouldn't have to block people and i feel like if you're grown enough to tell me you're in a relationship then respect the boundaries of at least maintaining a like a platonic friendship and don't keep reaching out to me acting as if you still kind I don't want to open that door with me because it's like yeah. even though I know but, your situation and I have feelings for you it's confusing for me because if you about to marry somebody else then why are you still trying to why are you still hitting my line like but it's were they friends with benefits at the same time that he was in a relationship with this other girl no he was not they they uh, became fr- they were friends so, with benefits before he got into the relationship situation right so that's yeah. why so I wouldn't I, call her feelings unnecessary because they had a relationship prior to him being in a, a relationship I mean, yes, but as a woman, like, at the end of the day, like, men are going to be men, and all you can do is respect mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. I'll be completely honest. I can't tell, like, I'm sure we have all been in situations where m- men that are in relationships, married, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, have 
tried to hit you up, have been in your DMs, have done whatever. But as a woman, you have to respect yourself. I don't care what kind of feelings you have for that man. At the end of the day, you're only going to get that friends with benefits, clearly. You know what I'm saying? So, like, don't even entertain that. Like, it's just not worth it. It's not worth that fight. It's not worth none of that to me. I almost feel like she maybe has a little bit of regret because she started off by saying that like they started off as friends of benefits because she was in a situation where she couldn't commit Mm -hmm. and he truly wanted a relationship. So I think for her seeing like him get into a relationship with a girl after only one year. She's like, damn, that could have been me. Together, He's talking about marriage and I think she's thinking like, dang, like that could have been me if I would have did it. And I'm just like, you can, what if, what if to death and it'll drive you crazy. You just got to accept it for what it is. It wasn't y'all's time and, and just... I don't know. Just leave him alone, cause yeah. I think yeah. For, I think for me, especially like a situation like this, I feel like the best advice you can give yourself is that men don't navigate relationships the, the same way the same ways that women do. So like men are very selfish. So for you, you feel like him reaching out is simply because maybe he sees something in you that's not he doesn't see in his relationship. No, he's reaching out to you because you're available. That door is still open. You're accessible. That's really all that it is. If he's telling you all these things, that like, part. it's one thing for a nigga to be like, I ain't finna marry her, da, 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 because they try to keep the dream open. He, he ain't even keeping, keeping the dream open. Like, that nigga letting you know, like, he about to marry this girl? And you still picking up his calls? No, sis. Like, That's and I know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know it's going to be hard, but I feel like you really need to, like, take a step back. And really look at the situation for what it is, you know, because I feel like in your head, like, because a lot of times situations like this, the reason why you leave that door open is so you can stroke your own ego and tell yourself, okay, well, mm-hmm. um, maybe he does see a relationship in me. But the truth is, he didn't see a relationship in you. And oh, that's why it hurts. No, no, no. That hurts. <laughs> no, my thing is, it does hurt, you know, and that's why you're like, oh, but no, he didn't see a relationship in me with you that's not a that's not an l for you that's an l for him but it just is what it is he's not a relationship in her and now he sees marriage in her there's something about him and there's something about her that he that he feels like he wants to link to and men don't even have really good factors on how they choose wives let's just be honest it could be simply she she cooked the type of stew that i like that's really all it is they checklist is hella short but the, what yeah. you what it boils down to is like don't let this nigga waste your time don't let no, him waste sir, your time. and don't let I, him play with like, I do think it's an ego thing for sure because like she ended the sentence like the whole thing off saying like if he wants to be with her why is he still reaching out to me and it's like you want this man to tell you like I like you like I want to talk to you it's just like you try to make a scenario that might not even be what it is because like we all said like men are going to be men so it's like you have to take it for what it is and stop trying to get that one thing to justify like oh this is why he keeps reaching out to me. Yeah, she's trying to make it make sense for herself. Yeah, because you don't, you don't want to think a situation that. where like a nigga was just fucking on you and then he found another girl and he wiped her up because that make you feel like, damn, nigga, I wasn't wiping you. Oh. I think that Michelle like <laughs> made a really good that. point. <laughs> I think Michelle made like, a very key point is availability. I feel like a lot of time men slide back into your life when they feel like you're available and you have the time for them and the time to entertain them. And it's like, if you cut that off like immediately, you make it real well known, like, hey, I'm not available. My time's not available. Time is money. And you don't got, I'm too expensive, clearly, for you. So it's like, I think you have to make that very, very clear to them. And then they'll stop hitting you up. And they'll stop seeing you as that type of woman where, oh, I can come back to you whenever I need my ego stroked or whatever the case may be. Literally. It just takes low-key just Damn. ignoring calls, like ignoring them tears, and just bro. deleting them out of your life because clearly you've been deleted. I hate it for my women. They're just backspace <laughs> when they want to fuck with y'all, you. Y'all want to use that a block button, sis. Learn it. Literally. Because y'all be thinking niggas, you can only block like 
criminals. Nah, bitch. You could block anybody. This time, like, the, the thing is... criminals? What criminals I mean, I'm in? just saying, like, right, I thought but, think a block button is like, end all, be all. No, people be deserving a block. You need to limit your access. Restrict people's availability to you. Yeah. Off the fucking ocean, the web, the fucking dot com site, whatever it's called. But the thing and is, you can block a nigga all you want, but if she want to talk to she gonna unblock that nigga. So it's like blocking mm-hmm. at this point is <laughs> like only does so much. Y'all seen that meme talk about I'ma unblock you if I mean one thing about oh, me, yeah. I'ma unblock you if I miss you. Yeah, yeah like yeah. blocking only does so much. But she also okay, I think the last thing I'll bring up about what she asked is she was saying like, oh I feel like I should delete my social media. And it's like, yeah, that works too, but like like Block him on social media then. Like, you shouldn't... I feel like sometimes women be like, oh, I got to do this, I got to do that. And it's just like, I should not have to not have a social media account just to avoid you. Block him on social media and live your life. If you make a fake page, block him on the fake page. Like, I feel like sometimes women feel like they have to go through all these extremes. It's like, no, just do what you got to do to keep them from accessing you on your social media. But at the same time, niggas make fake pages to watch your shit too. Don't put it past them. They be watching you from mm-hmm. their friends' and accounts block it. Block oh, their friends' account <laughs> be tough. They, don't, they find a way to lurk too. So if you got to mm-hmm. delete your page, shit, girl, delete your page. <laughs> I'm a terrible like blocker only because sometimes I really want to know if that person hit me up because I want that satisfaction to know like I didn't reply. Oh, you hit me? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you, you get it me. on your MacBook anyways. True. But it hurts when they don't. Not always. Hit you up. So if you block <laughs> your, if you block them, you can pretend they even hit me up every day. They just didn't get through. <laughs> That's true. No, it was one time I blocked That's somebody. Normal behavior. <laughs> it was it was one time I blocked somebody, and like they kept messaging me. And so one day I was on my iPad. I don't use my iPad unless it's for school purposes. I'm on my iPad. And I'm seeing all these messages. I'm like, this is why you still messaging me because they still going through to my iPad. <laughs> like they coming through as if you're not blocked, so it's not popping up as green. So you still uh, think that you got access to me? That's why I was just like, wow. But yeah, Mm-mm. yeah. Loki, I don't block people anymore. I need to stop giving that advice because I don't do that anymore. That was a past me. But in this situation, it applies. Yeah, I don't have... I think I have, like, one person on my block list. And that's because this nigga will randomly just hit you up on some, hey, you want to go out tonight? No, go texting me. (laughs) Let's turn up, bitch. What are you talking about? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... I guess guess the common consensus, consensus is block him and move on with your life, or... Where are we at? Just move on. Just move yeah, on. Do what you got to do so you can move on. That's a theme for the episode. Move on, sis. Just <laughs> move on. That's literally it. You don't need to block him. You don't need to change your life. You need to change your movements. Girl. Glow up and move on. Listen, y'all don't understand. Glowing up will fix all your problems. I promise you. Once you start feeling like a bad bitch, all your glowing problems. Glowing up doesn't happen. Well, does, but the thing is... <sighs> Well, I feel like glowing up happens unintentionally, but that's another conversation. True. But you also got to do the work. Because... Bro, when you down and out, who felt like doing that work? <laughs> Were you depressed over a nigga? Who feels like doing that work? Nobody. <laughs> that reminds me of that thing where he was like, uh, they be like, when niggas be like, oh, I, I fucked the good. She was straight to sleep. And he'd be like, first of all, I'm depressed. I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Ooh. Okay. So we're going to go to the Petty Chronicle. And y'all can let me know if I'm petty or not. Yeah, I'm already feeling this drink. I was drinking this mug like it's juice. But anyway, we move. Um, so y'all gonna let me know if I was petty. So this weekend, I um, I was supposed to link up with somebody, and <laughs> and I I I sent them a text like, "Hey, I'm here." This, that, and the other. And 
when I seen them, I gave them five minutes to acknowledge my presence. They took a little bit too long. Well, they didn't take too long. They was doing the whole, um, I see you, but I'm staying here because I want you to approach me. So I left the place we were supposed to link at, and I texted them I'm leaving. And afterwards, they kind of hit me on some like, okay, that was kind of petty. You know what I mean? Like, if you see me out somewhere, you should just walk up to me and speak. If you saw me first, just say hi, da-da-da-da. But the way I was coming from it is I feel like if you invite me to a place, it's, you need to do your due diligence to keep checking up. If we're talking about you can't see me, you need to do what you need to do to see me. So my question is, was I petty for leaving, or should I stay? I know a little bit more background, because didn't you tell me, like, he had you knew he had saw you but he was playing like he didn't yeah no i'm saying he, he, you know how people be playing that whole like i don't play like i don't see you because i want you to see me because i want you to speak no first. Fuck like, yeah that. Be- because he, he invited did that, you out yes because he feels I mean, you were that, petty but <laughs> i i feel you but it, it's still kind of petty but at the same time it's like you don't know what it took for me to come out if i even really wanted to come out and i'm licking with you where it's a whole bunch of people in here like you better come and greet me come get me and like show me a good like you know what i mean yeah. like, that takes a lot like but kind of petty but i kind of understand why you did what you did because like don't do that yeah you know ugh, like i don't know if it's a big thing now but like when you used to show up at like parties and like you have somebody come get you or your friend come get you and it's like a house party like hey can you come get me like oh just walk in no, no. i still do <laughs> that i That's still to this day Come, I'm not walking in here by myself. Come get me. I need to walk inside with somebody. Say no, I'm not a pop up. Like what? Kind of walking in looking all stupid. Like where? Where's this? Where's that? Walking through people. Look, she looked lost. No, <laughs> no. To this day, meet me at the door, please. Please, at the very least, if not at the doorstep. Okay. I don't know. I feel like I kind of had this conversation with one of my friends a couple weeks ago because she didn't really want to give like this guy like the benefit of the doubt, like because he changed the time of a date. And she, like, immediately was just like, nah, I'm not going. Like, fuck him. He missed his chance. The dog. But I feel like we kind of need to give ourselves a benefit. I feel like we need to give other people the benefit of the doubt. Because we don't know what might have been going on. So I really do try to give people the benefit of the doubt and try to explain. Because it's like, leaving is so, it's like such a, like, done deal. Yeah. It's it was not even like. It was a different day or a different time? It was a different time. It was oh, like, I, I, I think I would accommodate that. Cause I, but cause it was like, happen. it was like more of like, okay, so it was like, they went the entire day. He didn't say anything. And then 30 minutes before they were supposed to meet up, he was like, hey, can we meet up like two, three hours later? Mm-hmm. And she felt like it was inconsiderate because it was like, well, you've had the entire day to tell me this. Even like if you had told me this Period. like an hour and a half, Not you know, lie. before yeah, if you even told me it's like yeah. an hour, hour and a half before, it would have made more sense. But like now, like, you know, like the process it takes to get ready. I'm not available you know, anymore. Yeah, no, I kind of agree with her. Like, no, he had all day. So, yeah, I feel her. Like, but I told him, Is I told her. Your car get towed? No, like, it was like, it was over something so, like, simple. It's like, okay, this makes no sense. Like, <laughs> it was something that could have easily, like, been stopped. So that he could so go out on the date reason? on time. What was his reason for changing the date without telling her? He like said that time. he was editing. He said that he was editing a video. Oh, sir. For work or <laughs> for personal. <laughs> for his like side business. So like it just didn't make any like you know what I'm saying like it was something that like okay I don't know how the video came up all of a sudden like but this could be stopped and like we can go out on our date and you can resume that afterwards. Are but they, like, he, are he they newly into one another like? Uh, 
Yes and no. It's more of a thing where they were talking for a little bit. They stopped dating for a while, and this was their first date after like they resumed talking again after a very okay. long time. Because I know, like, I'm like I, that was, is what- I had a date with somebody, and like I kind of didn't really want to go to begin with, and like the whole day went with no communication, and I'm just like, I don't like that because I don't even want to come. And like 30 minutes before, he's like, Hey, you still coming? And I'm just like, Why would you wait until 30 minutes before? Like, because I really didn't want to go, so I feel like. Even if he just would have said something that day, like at some point, but I feel like to just not say anything when you know you're about to link with somebody already kind of puts people in like a weird space. Like, oh, is it even going to go? Do I even want to go? I feel like it gives people time to like make scenarios or get upset mm-hmm. in their head to begin with. So that's what like, so with the situation, did he communicate with her well enough in advance or no? No, it was like, it was 30 minutes before. Like, literally, oh. it was like, and she had actually hit him up because what the issue was, they hadn't decided on the location yet. They decided mm-hmm. on the time, but he hadn't told her the location. He was like, the day before, he was like, hey, I'm going to let you know the location, and he never did. So she had hit him up like, hey, did you decide where you want to meet up at? And then that's whenever that whole, like, situation came up. But she ended up going out on the day because I talked to her about it, and I was like, you should go. Only because, like, it would have been completely different. She had something else to do. You know what I'm saying? But it's like she already got ready. She had nothing else like to do in that in that meantime. I was like, just go. Like, just push it back those two hours and go. Mm-hmm. And she ended up having a really good time with him. You know what I'm saying? So in Michelle's situation, it's like I would I would have hated to where it would have been a thing where you would have actually maybe enjoyed the time with him. No, but, but is, we did end up kicking it later. Oh, okay. Well then that's no I mean but- that's worth it. But see, the thing is, it's like, I just don't, I, I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I just need niggas not to play with me. And I need to teach you not to play with me. So my time is valuable. Ooh. And that's just what it is. Um, I'm not gonna lie. Even the situation with your friend, a nigga can't text me 30 minutes for a day and tell me we got to re- Then we rescheduling them because my time is important. So I don't got shit to do three hours from now, which is what you're telling me. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Because honestly, like, because if she wouldn't have hit him up, then she wouldn't have known that the times have changed. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, actually, that that's a big no. You gonna tell me? Well, that was so also. Like, I wouldn't. I don't know. I wouldn't have advised her to go. No, he was. LOL. But also, he was in town, so it wasn't like a thing where like he was. He had came into town, so like he doesn't live here. Oh, but you think because she lives here, she just got time to play? So he didn't come into town. So and then like the next day, she didn't have the time like at all. She had already had her whole day booked up, so it was like. I don't know. It was just real. It was like I a, think like, but I feel both sides, but it's like same time, like on the dude though, like for real, like if you knew you had to edit a video, then why did you not let her know the beginning of the day? Like you knew about this video. But no. I, if she okay. didn't hit you, but the thing is, if she didn't hit you up, she would have known that you were editing a video. I you would have hit her up after you're done editing the video and she would have been in bed sleeping. Oh, so she hit him this up like we still on and he was like, we push it. They must have had not legit plans. It must have been like, let's link. It can't be no, it could have been no dinner date. No, it was yeah. actually a dinner date. Yeah, it was like, it was definitely a dinner date. And it was like one of those things where she's a very busy person. He's a really busy person. So like that was like literally the only day that they could have linked up. And I told her, I was just like, I think you should still do it. Because at the end of the day, she was just going to what stay home and do nothing. There's nothing okay. wrong with that. I just think, I mean, I'm not defending him, but I've definitely had moments to where like, I have OCD, like, if something comes up and I have to finish it before I do anything else, like, that's just how my brain is wired, like, sometimes I, and it just slips my mind sometimes, like, it, it, 
I don't know. Like every time I leave my house, my bed has to look a certain way, even if I'm late, like every single time. So it's like some people are wired like that as well. So where it's like he probably got lost in his saws or lost in what he was doing. He's like, dang, I got to finish this before I even do anything else. But communicate that. You can't go without communicating and you expect somebody to assume, oh, you're working on a video. I think it's just overall overall communication because it's like if they had never even established a restaurant and she reached out 30 minutes before she was supposed to even be there, like that's on him. Like that's just kind of on the both of them. Like they should have been established a restaurant because even texting 30 minutes before, like how do you even know I'm going to even be able to make it to that location in 30 minutes? Like I'm a stickler about time. So it's just like I feel like it kind of falls on both of them on communicating on like, hey, are we still meeting? What's the restaurant? And like they probably could have established that way earlier in the day. But it sucks that, like, she had to reach out to him and he didn't reach out to her. But I just feel like it's a communication communication issue on both halves. And it's nobody's fault. It's just people need to learn how to communicate. So, Michelle, I'm sorry. You're a little petty for leaving. My opinion. It's okay. I can accept that. Yeah, I'm a little petty, but... I think I'm you should have, like, at least take a shot. You mean at least take a shot? I like her walk to the, the bar and take a shot? No, with him. She should have acknowledged that he was there. She, basically, she should have no. acknowledged that he was there and then went and took a shot with no, him. No, I did. I said, I'm leaving. And See, this this is the thing. When you text niggas, I'm le- I said, I'm leaving. Obviously, niggas see you. Oh, this... <laughs> see, I guess he didn't, he, didn't, he didn't expect her to make a power move like that. That's what it was, and I'm sure. gone. He thought she was about to play games How with him How long were you night. actually in there? Huh? How long were you actually in there? I feel like this I is like five like, minutes. No, I'll give it like a good 15. I'll give it a good 15. That was what, it. Was the place that big? Why were you there for 15 minutes? I'm saying like in there well, looking no, for no, him. No. I, I, knew, I knew other people there. It wasn't like 15 awkward minutes. I was chilling. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay at okay, the same okay. time, I'm just still like, don't play with me. So I feel like people start playing with me too. I'm like, okay, I gotta teach you how to play with me. Cause I'm not that play with your bitch. That's it on that, but yeah. I feel like people gonna it's gonna be half and half siding with you, petty or not. But yeah, I mean, I, I kind of understand where you're coming from. We move, but I guess um we're gonna go over to the current events since we half and half. I guess y'all go ahead and let me know. Y'all could uh comment. We have a post up tomorrow and let me know if I was petty or not. I don't think I was, but if y'all feel like I could have been a bigger person, let me know. But it's a lot going on, I feel like, lately. 2020 has been a year. It's just, has like, it? Has, 2020 never happened. It never happened? 2020 has just 2020 been is still happening. That's the problem. Like, it I've been lying about my age. It's like, it's like Groundhog Everything day. happened. It's like every day you wake up, it's the same shit between elections, fucking Tory Lanes. Even y'all see Kelsey came out. I'm like, Kelsey, first of all, there's something you're inspired to anybody. What did she talk? But I don't think nothing. she was talking about anything. She nothing. wasn't. She was going in circles like everybody else does. Circle, circle, circle. Like, at this point, Kelsey, did you sue her? Like, I don't even know what's going on. She responded to the most randomest comments, talking about it was a whole conspiracy ass theory comment that I don't feel like anybody would have believed. That's not true. I'm like, Kelsey, at this point, this is how I feel about Megan and Tori. I feel like, oh, God. <laughs> no, this is how I feel. Megan, you have recovered. You're doing fine. We thank God for speedy recovery. Tori, whatever else you have to say, tell it to the judge. I no longer want to try this case in the court of public opinion. I'm done. We're moving on. No lives were lost. People are dying. So I don't want to hear about this case no, for the seriously. next five years. Like, I don't care anymore. Seriously. Not. Don't. 
There's people so, out here really getting. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. As far as Petty Body is concerned, I don't think we'll be touching <laughs> touching base on this topic again anymore. Yeah. Did y'all hear what I much. said about 2020 though? Um, you said what? Did y'all hear what I said about 2020 though? What? Mm-mm. I'm not counting my new age. Oh, mm-mm. you asked me how old I am. You're getting 27 for me. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. I didn't use it. <laughs> 27. No, literally, I didn't get to do anything for my birthday, so it's like a null and void. The birthday exactly. celebration is going to be... So I'm not counting it. The birthday is one thing. We ain't done shit all year. That's y'all understand how lit New Year's Eve about to be? But we better go in, bro. Is it? New Year's Eve. Get rid of 2020? 2020 ending is a celebration. I promise y'all. Honestly, I don't know if it's going to be that lit. The way she is surging, she mm-hmm. might... Girl... Nobody's going be in a in a church repentance. <laughs> if you survive twenty twenty, you you blessed. Okay, God's favor is really yeah. upon you. So I feel like that, that's a means for celebration. I don't know if I'm gonna be here or I'm supposed to go to Nigeria, but I don't know the way Abia State is set up now. I'm just like y'all wild, man. Nigeria is a um like on a little pause. Like, yeah, trying to turn into Abia State trying to turn into Biafra. I don't know what they on some other, but I feel them. Love key. I think everybody on some other, honestly, to be real, everything taking place. Who y'all and SARS for real, y'all. A lot of young, a lot of youths are dying out there. There was just a massacre that just took place in Lucky. I don't, I don't know if y'all are educated on what's going on back in Nigeria. There's actually an African general. A lot of different countries are experiencing a lot of perilous times right now so it's just we just need to keep africa in our prayers for real like they need a lot um, of guidance and the government needs fixing yeah and i think um a lot of people are asking about like where to donate for, into the um for the nsars movement so the female coalition is accepting donations but apparently the only accept they were only accepting donations in bitcoin because they want mm-hmm. all these donations to be um untraceable to yeah Mm -hmm. but i think they just recently said they're also accepting donations on paypal as well so for those of y'all looking to donate and those donations are going to help to well do y'all want to talk about what it is for people that may not know yeah so i I can i can give a little bit of background so basically for the past couple i mean for the past several weeks but within the last couple weeks, it has gotten a lot more publicity. There has been an NSARS movement, which at first started with um, wanting to end the SARS unit, which is a special anti-robbery squad, which is like a special like task force within the Nigerian police department um, that had a lot to do with kidnappings, sexual assault, Yahoo killings. Boys. Yes, throughout um, different parts of Nigeria. So a lot of the youth had come together to start having different protests, sit-ins to um, basically stand up for their human, like human rights um, and just to stop the things that are going on within the police uh, department, basically police brutality. Um, and probably within a week of protesting, the um, president of Nigeria, um, Buhari, he came through and said that they were going to end um, the SARS like group. But those same officers were spread out throughout other like groups. So basically, they didn't really do anything because it did not get rid of the bad people that were on this unit. It just put them back into the police department. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which then 
led into another series of other protests just for basic human rights, for um, education rights, for poverty rights, for just women's rights, just so many different things that are going on in Nigeria that just aren't right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and what Paulette has spoke about earlier was uh, the Lekki Toll massacre that happened on October 20th. And so basically what happened was thousands of protesters came to the Lekki Tollgate Bridge and they were protesting. And from the different accounts that were received um, on our side of the things, basically the lights were turned out, all the billboards were turned out. And at the time, um, the military were deployed to work that um, that protest. And so after all the lights were turned out, uh, CCTV, so all the uh, cameras were turned out, billboard lights were turned out. Wait, before you say that, Nikki, I want to add that apparently before that, um, they issued a nationwide curfew for everybody. They did. For yes. 9 p.m. Issued, so, this, so this is the reason the army... No, at 4... Actually, at 4 p.m. At so 4 p.m., but they ended up moving it to 9. 9 p.m. Yeah. So originally, they had entered that that uh, curfew. They entered, like, they said the curfew, um, they said the curfew was going to start, they said that it was going to be at 10 a.m. It was going to be effective at 4 p.m., but then they moved it to 9 p.m. because it said it wasn't enough time for people to be able to get home. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that's why they kind of had the military out there to really be able to enforce that curfew. Um, and then, like I said, all the, all the cameras were put out, they were taking, snatching phones from people that they could not record and the military opened fire on the protesters. Innocent youth, peaceful protesters. And people not, not doing anything. Peaceful protesting for, they didn't come to be violent. For very basic, 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 Hmm. basic human rights. And they were killed for. So sad. And so I think that this has now opened the eyes to a lot of people that weren't looking at Africa, weren't looking at Nigeria. And what they were defend what they were protesting was put into play. Like it just made no sense. You were people were protesting police brutality and they were killed peacefully protesting police brutality. Did that make any sense? Yeah, not no. at all. I prayers think that, to like, lives that were lost. Prayers to the families that lost loved ones. Like prayers yeah. for everybody right now, because I know everyone is scared right now. People don't know what to do. But honestly, like, our, I, people's eyes are open now. You know, unfortunately, lives had to be lost. But honestly, like, we have to keep advocating. We have to keep protesting. Like Dallas, Houston, a lot of different states are having and cities are having different protests. You know, kind of standing in solidarity with Nigeria to see, make sure that. The NSARS movement is an eye-opener for everyone in that. Africa needs help in general. Not just Nigeria. Africa needs a lot of attention right now. So, um, Yeah, I was going to add that, um, like, the government in Nigeria has always been corrupt. Like, yeah. I'm sure Africa in general, but Nigeria has always been corrupt. So I think, like, like some... I had some people like reach out to me just to kind of get like insight. And like the question that I kept getting was like, okay, but like, why, like, why is it happening? Why is it happening? Like literally it's for no reason. Like, so before like the protests and stuff, like I know there was a lot of stories where people were coming out that like, 
if the youth looked like they had any sort of like money or like basically like they were enjoying life, they would just get like killed on the spot. Like it was literally for no reason. Like I think they saw somebody had an iPhone and because he had an iPhone and to be like in some sort of way, like having an iPhone is like, I don't want to say like a gem in Nigeria, but it's also just like, it's kind of just like, I don't know, people will look at you like, yeah, it's a luxury. So it's like, it, you know, so when they say it, see anything like that looks luxury, like things that we're used to having is like, you're dead on site. And so oh. to even just, to even just like be afraid, like as Americans and being an American afraid to, you know, be pulled over by the cops, but it's, it's one thing, but to have the other anxiety, just being afraid to leave your house, like to be in the streets, like on your phone, like that's another type of like, fear another type of emotion just another type like even i was watching this video this guy was saying like how he's even afraid to go to sleep because like the dreams that he's been having as of lately has been like terrifying as well and he was just like i'm just praying to whatever guardian angel is here like i need like i don't even want to go to sleep so it's just it's just extremely sad and like i know a lot of us are used to um going to nigeria in december and like with with the between this and COVID, it's like you know, it's almost, it's, it's, it's a done deal at this point. So yeah. it's just, you know, I just want to, again, keep prayers alive and just, just, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's very heartbreaking. Very no, heartbreaking. it is. And being Nigerian, you're right. It is very heartbreaking because I, I feel like it's like a, it's like a double-edged sword because at the end of the day, we all love our country. You know what I mean? What people need to understand right. is Nigeria is 60 years old. Like we are a new ass country. And it's crazy because today I was, um, I just really got into because when I saw the Abia video, everybody was like, "Listen, Ebos really don't play. They've been trying to go, they've been trying to convince people to go to work for years, bro. They want Biafra to exist so bad, and Biafra basically is like a country that people in Ebos have created that they want us to see because they feel like, okay, Ebos, we're in Nigeria, we need our own place, and so they've been trying to convince people to go to war, go to war, and the Biafra war happened shortly after the Nigerian Revolution. Sorry, y'all, I'm getting really historical. I just want to give y'all some background. Are, but it's okay. Um, That's what we need. <laughs> give y'all some background, and um, after um the left Nigeria and it was like for 10 years up until like 1970 that was like 10 years after and that's where you saw like the children of Biafra who were like starving and like the British and the UN armed Nigeria with like guns and stuff like that to like kill our people you know what I mean so it's like even if you talk about that from then we're just 50 years old we are a new ass country we don't we don't really know so I don't want people to look at Nigeria and think like why is this place like why are we like this like people even on someone came on like came on tv and called us barbarous like barbarians you know in our head i'm just like the way we are is no different because if you think about it what nigeria mm -hmm. did yesterday or two days ago was no different than what donald trump did to us mm -hmm. if anything yep. i feel like buhari who convinced me if he's alive i don't know because I'm, I'm on the fence girl they're saying but, that it's a he has somebody girl, else acting on him clone. i don't have clone. time to get into that but we can get after, after, after this is but I feel like they were like, they feel like he modeled that after what Trump did earlier today because it makes no sense. Like a peaceful protest. You know how peaceful protests we've had? Obviously now you're sending troops over peaceful protests. Yeah. That's literally he modeled after Trump and what he did. So you have to understand yeah. like us being a new country, we really don't have much guidance. We're trying to figure it out for ourselves. And in the beginning, the UN and the British colonization really led us astray. So right now I feel like the people in Nigeria, they're tired. And they're just yeah. ready. Like the fact that they went to a warehouse and they busted down a warehouse and found all that food, politics and food that was supposed to be delivered and dispensed to the villages they never got money that we've never gotten. You know what I mean? So I feel like this is like, it's, a, it's becoming about NSARS, but it's turning into a revolution of just like, we're tired of the co corruption in the government. We're tired yeah. of us not finding jobs. We're tired of us not having food to eat. We're tired of us not having money. We're tired of 
the the wealth gap in America is strong, but Nigeria, yeah. there are oh. billionaires in Nigeria, bro. Yeah, like in Dallas, in Texas, there's billionaires. There's no middle class. Billionaires, billionaires, bro. And then you see people who, even when I go home, I feel bad because that's why when people talk about, oh, this scammer, this scammer, that I'm like, listen, I don't give a fuck about Nigerian scammers. If you go to Nigeria, you see motherfucking mm-hmm. poverty. So I don't give a fuck. Okay. I'll give people no okay. choice. I give them no choice. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's something that we have to make very clear. Is I think that people, some people have this like negative, negative depiction of people in Nigeria because of the things mm-hmm. that they're turning to do because they weren't even given the basic necessities. Here, yeah. education is free. Nigeria, education is not free. It's not for no one. Even electricity, no people so, don't get so. Even electricity, electricity, so. electricity is not even a basic That's, necessity. Uh, yeah, Water not. is not a basic necessity. So people have to think about these things that we think that are basic that we should be entitled to yeah. are not even given to people. And then you look down on them whenever they turn to things that might be criminalized to be able to feed their families. It makes no yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. Like even I was talking to um one of my friends that they live back in Lagos, and like he basically told me like he only gets paid once a month, and I'm like once a month, like how are you like how are you making it? Like here in America, some people get twice or three or every week. Can you imagine only getting paid twelve times every year? It's crazy. Not even just that. How do you how do you expect somebody to support their family? So no, I understand why people are tired. The medium wage is like what. Like maybe three thousand, five thousand naira. No, you don't understand. When we used to go what? home, like my dad always keeps the compound open. I used to always be like, "Why you don't close?" But like my dad was like, "You don't understand." In our whole village, there's no electricity in our entire village. And honestly, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put motherfuckers on blast. The governor of Abia State is from Ungwaland. It makes no sense why the governor of Abia State there's no electricity people. in your own village you're from. I'm just yeah. sorry, your own village there's no electricity. Your own village. That's terrible. Does that make sense? That's terrible. People had to come to our compound to charge their phones. That, that's why people in my snaps are always just like, oh, when you go home, why is there so many children? Because we're the only one who has electricity in this entire village. So my dad opens the whole compound and says, whoever wants to come in can come in. Whoever wants to come eat can eat. But the governor of Avia said you're from Ungwa. Don't fire you. That's all I have to say, period. If, but imagine like you know just the stuff that's going on now even michelle with michelle bringing up like the whole biafra thing is like there was no social media back then there was no social media so imagine how bloody and how dis like how corrupt that shit was it was legit like a war like so it's just like i feel like it's 10 times worse than, and again it's all it's stripped from like textbooks and all that kind of stuff so you're really going off of what people no, said literally so mm-hmm. i think that like just now and just being able to like see what's going on and you know even having like different celebrities speak out on it it's it's i'm glad that like m- like we're now modern to where we can see what's going on in other countries mm-hmm. and what's going on because like bro when they when people talk about biafra i'm like i only i feel like it's 10 times worse than what you're already telling me yeah so you know, Oh, it's just, bro, you know, it's crazy. All those videos you see with the kids with the bloated bellies and the ribs shown, that's all from Biafra. I was looking today, I had to stop because I was like, I can't look at this no more. My dad always tells me because people be like, oh, Biafra, Biafra. My dad was like, do you know how many mates I lost in the Biafra war? Because my dad was like yeah. 15, 17 when it happened. He was in, uh, he was a lot. Well, of course, a lot, but he was like a teenager. My dad's older. So, like, when he talks about that, he was like, no, you don't understand. Like, it's not a game. Like, no one will ever understand. How many people yeah. we lost? Like they said, 6,000 6, children were dying a day. Six thousand. 
But yeah, y'all, I'm sorry y'all to put a, to put a mood on this, but no, don't apologize. Like we yeah. need to let people know, like our listeners need to be aware of what's yeah. going on, especially in the world. Like hopefully it's like, not just we, us. Um, it's not just us. Well, Congo maybe- is bleeding. Uh, Cameroon is bleeding. Cameroon is bleeding. Ghana is bleeding. South Africa is bleeding. Like the whole sub-Sahara. I mean, from the west and the east on down. I mean, North Africa. We don't even know. They have their own problems, but like, but like I said, prayers for Africa for real. Like, it's just (sighs) wow. Hopefully, if there's any information, we'll um add it to the description of this. Like, if there's anywhere to donate or if there's any like think further, we can find something to add it to the description because I know a lot of people are asking like, what can I do to help? Like, what can I do to help? And um. Honestly, we're just as lost as you guys. Like, we're just as lost yeah. as you guys. So it's 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 hard for, and I know, like, you know, I'm not faulting anybody for like turning to their African friends or the Nigerian friends for information. Please do, but no, yeah, please do. Um, so yeah, Maybe we're just gonna try to. <laughs> no, but like, also another way to help. Though another way to help too is keep reposting, keep sharing things, keep yes. educating yourself on what's going on. Like, that's a great way to help as well. And also, if you're able to attend one of these protests that are going on in your cities. Do something, you know, get the word out. Like, that's a good way to help as well. Spread awareness. If you're not able you know, to mon- like money-wise. They trying to silence seen, us. Um, on Twitter, somebody posted and they were like, the silence from African-Americans is like deafening. And somebody like responded to it and it had like a lot of like retweets and stuff like that. And they were like, the only reason I even know what SARS is is because of black Americans sharing, posting and donating. And I'm just like, people want to get so mad because like sometimes people don't know. And if people are asking, don't be upset that people want to ask and get like more information. And I think that's kind of what I seen on Twitter. Like they were like complaining that people weren't posting. And it's just like until people post about it, no one's going to know. So it's like you can't be True. upset with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and even like I also seen, which it just reminds me, it's just really an abuse to power. And it, that happens in places all, and not even just in Nigeria. It happened in Sudan even a year ago. And even like mm-hmm. in North Korea where like they pull like Wi-Fi. Like no one has like internet access or phone mm-hmm. access. And I seen on Twitter where like this girl like posted a picture of her and her boyfriend. She was like, I love you forever. And someone reposted and was like, please understand, like, she found out her boyfriend was dead because he was posted on her timeline, like, because she hadn't heard from him. And I'm just like, that's so heartbreaking for some, for you to see in a video or in a post your significant other dead like that. Like, nobody should have to go through that because there's no internet access, Wi-Fi, and just because there's so much stuff going on that you can't even get to somebody. And I'm like, that no one should ever have to go through that. That's true. Ever. But also to add to that, y'all need to be very responsible in how y'all share yes. information because... I'm not going to lie. I don't like seeing, like, I'm not, everyone is different. I personally do not feel like I need to see an image of somebody dead or dying in order to grasp the gravity of the situation. I don't need to see that. Mm-hmm. I know shit is real. You don't need to prove it mm-hmm. to me. So mm-hmm. when y'all are sharing images that are graphic, please give people the opportunity to not see it. You know, yeah. like a trigger warning. Or some just post, post trigger warning before it. Post a trigger some post on Twitter will be like, oh, before you even can watch it, you have to click to actually watch or the like, video. Exactly. But how many times on like, accident, stop, I like, saw somebody's brains literally half head yeah. leaking on the ground. I don't need to see that for what? For what I need to see that? And my no, thing like, is, thank God I'm not their family member. Right. Yeah, like, let's stop normalizing, like, it, like, reposting death like our people last final like let's stop doing that because at the end of the day respect the dead like at then you wouldn't respect someone doing that to one of your loved ones so respect somebody even if you don't know them just don't post it like you can send it to like your group chat whatever don't do that either but still like putting out there to social media like that can really fuck people up like there are some people that can't stomach those things because i know what video michelle is talking about and literally like 
it was like what Tuesday like I literally like all morning long I could not get that out of my head and like that's not fair to me like I still got I have to be productive that day you know what I'm saying not a lot of people can handle death so please don't force that on people like be please be respectful please Please be mindful what you're posting as well like come on now like let's be like we're adults Cause even my friend, she was saying, she was like, you know what? She was like, it's not normal. The amount of black people's lives we've seen taken on video for black people. She's like, this isn't normal. And I'm sure we all have trauma and issues from that. And I'm like, we've seen it one time too many. Like I wish they would st- stop allowing people to post that type of stuff. I wish they on- would online. I don't, I didn't, my thing is, I don't even want to get used to it. Yeah. I want to be triggered. Right? Every time I see some shit like that. I want to be triggered. I don't want it to be a yeah. normal thing. So don't make it normal for me. Sorry. That's all I ask. All no, I ask. period. Like, and that, not literally. Literally. Because it's becoming a little much. It's, like, real heavy. Whew. Well, at the end of that, as you said, we'll be posting some links and um, some information for y'all if you want to donate, if you want to protest, if you want to reach out. If you want to reach out to us individually, if you're a listener and you really don't know and you're really confused and overwhelmed with the information that you heard and you just want someone to reach out to personally, each and every one of us, our DMs are open to talk with you to speak with you and to answer any questions that you might possibly have so yeah use as a resource because you know we want to be there to enlighten you we are not going to shame you for not knowing enough we want to inform you Mm -mm. okay i was on um instagram and i saw that so i know some people thought this was weird but like tia mari like basically expressed that her and her husband like schedule times where they like have sex and like to me like they're both celebrities. They're both busy. So I understand, like, why someone would have, okay, look, on Wednesday at 7, it's Mac time. You know what I'm saying? But some people felt like that's weird in a marriage. Y'all shouldn't be scheduling. It should just happen. But, you know, life goes on. Kids happen. How do y'all feel about that? I mean, what was this on a Netflix show? There was a show where he was like, it's Wednesday. Da, 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 da. Remember that movie where they actually scheduled it? What movie was that? I know. I it was um it. uh pretty li- fires. I, I what's was that, gonna what's say, that word called? Oh yeah. What's it called? Uh, it. Little fires, little fires everywhere. everywhere. Little fires everywhere. Yeah, and that was. They just ones. made it seem like that just was not what it is. <laughs> it, I mean, well, I I personally feel like it takes the intimacy out of it. Like yeah, I don't. No. I mean, I understand. Like it, you know, you're busy, and I get like, they're are they both celebrities? I only know who she is, but um, <laughs> but that's what I'm brothers. Pick. He was in Brothers. I'll, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Either way, just be both being, I just feel like it takes the intimacy out of it. Like, I mean, it, it, as an adult, sex at this age, what takes how long? Not No longer than, what, 15 minutes? So I don't, why does that have to be scheduled? Like, y'all just can't go, like, yeah, your hormones not work? Are you go? Yeah. That's what I'm like. Are, do you go home and no, not I just feel aroused with next to your husband? I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Like, I, I, I think that's like the went, only. I'm not knocking her because I don't have kids. I think she has kids, right? I don't know. But yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not knocking her, but I personally, for me, it's like I, my husband cannot come. But like, okay, on Wednesday, we're, we're, every every Wednesday, we're gonna uh, the first of every month, we're gonna have sex. I'm no, a- my husband can say that, but it's every day for me. Like, I don't know what you're talking. I, I feel like I'm, I'm not a lot of y'all. Thank you. I think she should have said date nights instead of like sex. Yeah. You know, not put her business. And then date night like, is kind of like if we're sleeping. I feel like if we're sleeping in the same bed, if we're sleeping next to each other, we having mm-hmm. sex regardless. Like it does not okay. need to be scheduled. You are in the yeah. same bed. At, at least one time out of that week. At least one time out of that week. No, if, no I'm talking about as a celebrity. If they're both busy, they both have kids. We don't know what her drive is. I don't even is. care. The celebrity. At least one time no. out of that week, they have. I'm not I speaking feel, for myself. I'm talking about for them. Mm-hmm. At least one time out of that week, it's going to happen. Like 
genuine. It's gonna happen. Um, not unplanned. So it's just like I think that leads to sexless marriages. Yeah, like, what are, are y'all both not around? Like, it has hey. to be a thing where both of y'all just not horny because it doesn't make sense. Like, can you imagine being married to someone and, like, y'all not having sex at all? Oh, my gosh. God forbid. Ooh. Because, no, my mind, I do think. No. <laughs> but I do think that, and you know, like, after a while, if you've been married to someone for a very long time, sex can no. sometimes get boring if you don't really, like, put Let's some effort into it. Now, can't relate. Let's get risky. <laughs> I can't relate, and Let's I have long. Re- I've had long relationships, and it just didn't. It never got. Boring. That's not long. I'm talking Let's twenty plus risky. years. Oh, okay, sorry. Let's get risky. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Find a way. <laughs> Nikki said, "Don't play with it." So it's like, <laughs> I ain't talking oh. in three oh, years. My I'm talking. I'm talking like. We've been Girl. through the trenches and back. Yeah, like let's get risky. Like let's, let's you know. They have a wow. lot of things available to married couples if you want to uh, you know, I just, participate in. You know, we're saying all this, but, you know, who knows what happens to, you know, women's <laughs> body changes a lot after kids, a lot. So, oh, I mean, I don't know. If it works best for her, that more power, as long as they're getting it in, I guess, that's fine. But but I remember even Ashley was saying on um, Real Housewives of Potomac was saying that Mike Michael wanted to have sex and, like, she just was like, I wasn't in the mood, but I did, did it anyway. She's like, I just couldn't stomach it, so I had to tell him stop. Like, that's I'm like, that happens. Day. That's okay. marriage. That's marriage. Not every time you're going to want to do it. But I mean, I feel like in her situation, she knew why she couldn't stomach never, it. So. Never will. So, I, I mean, she Mike just had a baby. What's his name? What's his name? What's, what's Mike, her Michael? husband's name? Never will I see a Michael and be like, yes, now, no. <laughs> I don't feel like it today. I can't stomach Does that look like him? Mm-mm. What? Let uh, the old daddy climb on you. Hell no. Okay. Ew. <laughs> yeah, I don't see. I don't see how she, what she gets from that because I just. Mm-mm. And then she birthed a little Michael. I know she pissed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, honestly, <laughs> honestly, because if you leave, honestly, me, I want better for my sis. I like Ashley this Listen, season, Ashley, but I just want better for her. Free Ashley, bro. I don't. Like, don't. like you got a baby. I, I don't because she's leave. pregnant again. So I can't want more for her. Oh, than she want for fuck. Herself. Yeah. What is the exit plan? That. She has. To I don't know. Plan. The plan cannot to be stay with him because he his no, leg that large. She said at dinner that she's going to be married as long as she wants to. So he said that he was a millionaire, but I was I like, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm about to Google his net worth because I'm you're, believe you're it. in a regular pan. I don't believe it either. You're <laughs> y'all not even in a house. They're not even in the house. Child. That's not even Michelle. That's not even a penthouse. That's just oh, they that's an apartment. They keep, that's an yeah. apartment house. Yeah, yeah. apartment at the top. Well, okay, I think she probably is at the top, but I'm like, that penthouse is a little small. They're gonna have to get them a bigger one because now they got two kids. Well, you Thank know, you. like there be kids stuff all over the place. A month. So there aren't stupid. they in Maryland? Okay. Anyways, oh true, Potomac, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, so stay in Potomac, but the Grand Dame. <laughs> and even then, she wasn't in Potomac for a while. But anyways. We're going to hop into the topic, y'all. Um, we kind of touched on it earlier. Recently, um, <laughs> Cardi B was seen with Offset, which back a while ago, she filed for a divorce. Like a couple weeks ago, she filed for a divorce from him. But she had a birthday party and they were seen together at the party. And so everybody was kind of like, you know, on her about getting back with him because she's like, oh, you want attention? You want this? You want that? And a lot of people, some people are on her side because it's like, what do you expect her to do? Move on. He bought her a, a Bentley, I believe. A Rolls Royce. I don't remember what he bought her, but he bought her a brand new car. 
And so she basically, she was defending herself saying like, what should I do? Should I, am I supposed to move on? Am I supposed to just ignore him? Like, look at what he, like, it's the father of my child. All this extra stuff. So um, that kind of triggered in my head, like, okay, how soon is too soon to move on? Like after a lengthy relationship, like, is there even a too soon? No. I feel like it just depends on if we're talking like relationship or marriage. You know what I'm saying? No, I feel I said like relationship. Oh, relationship. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think as far as the relationship, anything from like three years down, I think maybe you should possibly get back into the dating scene like six months in. Hmm. Yeah. No. And even a okay, little bit sooner than that. Um, okay, Paulette, you said no. So yeah, because you like, oh, sorry. I was about to say, so if you break up, like if you're with somebody for three years and you break up with them, you went on a date the next day, you'd be okay with them of course, going on a date no, the next day. I guess like now, like now I wouldn't mind going on a date, like literally like the next day or a week later. Like, what are we waiting for? Like at the end of the day, y'all like life is going. So you got to keep going too. Cause this whole, okay, like, so, I get it. I, Cause think about it. If like, if we like mutually broke up, like called it off and I'm like, okay, I'm going to move forward. Like, and I meet somebody that next day I'm out with my girls and he, I want to go on a date with me the next day. Why would I say no? Why would I not go? You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm, I can't dwell on something that's over if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> it just doesn't happen like that. Like the next day after you break up, are you going I mean, out but, with your girls? No, but, but the thing is like, I mean, but some people are a different space now when it does happen like that. Some people don't want to sulk mm. in like misery or, Oh, I'm sad. And no, some mm. people don't want to sit in that. Like I'm going to keep going. Next one's coming. And I do agree. I do agree that some people that does happen for, but I feel like for me personally, if I just got out of a relationship that was that long of a period, I would want to figure out like what's going on for myself. What, what I actually want for myself, you know what I'm saying? And maybe what I, what I like what part my or what role I played in that relationship not working out so for me personally I could not jump back into something like even just dating because I really wouldn't know what I would want yeah it's especially not, when I mean, you are in a relationship for a long time for like years that, like, and yeah, you come like out of it the, the whole thing on your mind is dating from when you yeah. last were there and like Nikki said it's like what do I even want like because I feel like sometimes people are quick I feel like for me, I'm not going out the next day. It, I'm gonna need some months just to chill because yeah. I feel like it depends. Because I heard I, this girl who did my hair was talking or whatever, and she was like, "Yeah, she was like every dude who I ever talked to, except for the do- guy I'm with now, she was like they were already in a relate. They were in a relationship trying to talk to me. So she was like, I've just taken it as that men are in a relationship already looking for their next one. And I feel like sometimes if people move on quick to me, it makes me feel like they already knew whatever they were in was about to end and they was already out here trying to date other people anyways. Cause I've seen some people move on quickly. I feel like moving on quickly and just going out and having a good time and going on dates are two different things. And I've seen people literally move on. Like it's nobody's business. And I'm just like, dang, like how do you develop feels with somebody you in a whole relationship this quick? Like that's, I, I could never do that. I don't know. I couldn't either. I agree with Jory. Like, I just feel like, like if it was for me and I break up with somebody and like, I mean, I'm not going on a date the next day. I'm not going to lie. I'm not, unless he just wasn't, I mean, yeah, I'm just not. But just imagine, like, if if I break up with, if we break up in, the, in that next weekend or that same weekend, I see, my, like, my ex on social media, like, with another, I would feel away. 
I would feel away. I, I mean, I get life moves on, but I'm not gonna lie. I would definitely feel away. I don't know who wouldn't. I don't know about y'all. Like, I might be like still in the back of my head, hoping we can work things out. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, imagine just waking like, and you see this nigga. This nigga's like on a like a whole day with another girl. Like, I would be crushed. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like, I mean, you know, more than niggas can't can't handle what they did. So it's like, if you do that. That'd be the one thing that y'all ain't getting back together is because somebody try to rush and, out just trying to just fill a temporary void just not to be sad. It's just like, sometimes you got to sit in that I, sadness for a little bit instead of trying to just yeah. distract it. Exactly. Sometimes you just got to be in there. Like, I seen something that was like, are you healed or distracted? It's a difference. Like, and I feel like sometimes mm-hmm. trying to rush out today, it's just to give yourself a distraction. And it's like, that's not mm-hmm. always the move to make. And I feel so like you at feel this like point... If, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I would say, so you feel like if, just based on what you said, Joy, you feel like if a nigga is on a date that's that next weekend or, or whatever like he's been talking to that person mm-hmm. while yeah. y'all was together mm-hmm. or communicating in some form of fashion because i'm like mm-hmm. that's too quick for me like y'all had some type of communication like yeah mm-mm. you just never dropped your hose clearly like that's oh, that's picking them up because you knew we was about to make a clean uh, exit from one another i hate it here huh. okay i mean <laughs> Yeah, no, I just feel like if if it was that easy for you, like, absolutely not. And then, then I'm going to actually start to, like, question just, like, even the sincerity of the mm-hmm. things that you said to me, the sincerity of the relationship. Yes. I just feel like it should not, like, me. Like, did you ever love me? <laughs> did you ever love me? me? Like, <laughs> there's no way you got over me that quick. I just know, yeah. like, there's no way possible. So no, I don't think there's a a link. I think everybody is different. I feel like how like invested people were into the relationship. Like, I just feel like it's different for everybody. But I do feel like take your time with it for sure. But yeah, I don't know what a good time is. But for me, it's months. It's going to take months. I've seen people take weeks, months, years. Like it is what it is. So. Yeah, I, I think for me, that's what the next question. Like, so are you normally sad for a little bit? Do you move on? Like, I'd be sad for for yeah, a little bit. It's decades. <laughs> I'm still sad. I'm not kidding. Still fucking sad. I feel like it's Shit. like uh, I go in and out. Like, uh, mm-hmm. oh, I'll be really sad at first, and then like I kind of start to like get to feel, feel a little better. bit better, and then something then will I'll remind me, and then I'm like again. right back to that sadness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'd be that one song. You'd be like, okay, this shit. I'm gonna just be like, so walking, come on. You'd be like, fuck, bitch. <laughs> Damn, I miss Damn. my nigga. <laughs> Do y'all have a breakup song? Like, what is that song that normally just kind of like just triggers things for you in your head? Like, dang, like this. I don't I feel know. like mine is like a triggering song, but this is my favorite song. But it's like a fuck you type of song. Separated by Avant. I'm telling you, y'all, that is my favorite. <laughs> every time I see you, I get a bad vibe. Like Wait. everything about that song is like <laughs> f you. You know what? They was talking about that song earlier this week. Talking about dang, Avant really must have hated that bitch. She must have been real toxic. He started the song talking about every time I see you, I get a bad vibe. Every time I see you. <laughs> Even I posted it on my story even before then. Like when he's even another part in the song, he's like, every time I see your stupid ass, like I get a bad. I'm like, you know how mad you have to be in the R and B song to talk about somebody like that. <laughs> but that's just like my f you. I don't have nothing that brings tears to my eyes though. No, my, no, my, but go ahead, Michelle. I was gonna say my song is that. Um, and I always post this, post this on my Snapchat because like this is like my shit. It's the um, if the world was ending, you come over, right? That right. So um, yeah, that's cool. Cause in my head, I just feel like that song reminds me of like um another movie I like that. Okay, fuck that. But what's it called? I'm a little drunk, y'all. 
I'm a little drunk. I'm a little slizzard. Sorry. You know that song I'm talking about? No? <laughs> I we don't. do. We know what song you're talking about. I don't. I'm a little drunk. I'm li- the MA song that. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. So we, we get it. I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah, please. Oh, okay. I think oh, for okay. me, my songs are like, my songs are not sappy or nothing like that. They're not even like, it's more of like woman empowerment. Like, nah, fuck you. I'm good. Like, almost like, what is it? Um, BS by Janae. I can play that song. Uh, and I back up on my bullshit. bullshit. Okay, so. She's back with him. So I'm just like, bitch, you saw this dreams, bro. You supposed to No, okay. So there's two <laughs> opposite ends of the spectrum for me. So I have like, I guess in my sad phases. Yeah. Kiana Lede, Second Chances, that did it for like, woo. Bitch, she's basically oh, saying no more second chances, no more second chances. I'm like, Dang, I feel you. Kiana Lede, period. Have heard that Kiana Lede, that whole album, that whole yeah. Kiki yeah. album was it. And then, but the song that is kind of triggering for me is Priorities by um, Cy Arita Kid. Oh my God. Okay. That song is like, he's ba- I, he's basically saying how like he should have been a better man in the relationship. And like, he really sung the shit out of that song. But I was like, oh my gosh, you should have been a <laughs> But my thing is, I do like, I do have like a playlist. Like I have like a YouTube playlist with a whole, I love old R&B. R&B. So for me, like even when I'm kind of sad, like I prefer to listen to it because they got women uplifted songs. They got sad songs. Like they got a mix of it. Because even yesterday I heard, uh, he wasn't man enough for me by t- Tony Braxton, and I'm just Bruh. like that, that. That one hit different. <laughs> what she said, but you know, he wasn't man enough for what? me. Who goes to get? No, but I was gonna. Say- do you know I made him leave, sis? You know I'm the one who made him leave. Why are you tripping off me? <laughs> I made him leave. Girl, but like, so my ju- my like empowering song would be uh, "Comfortable" by Lil Wayne. I love that fucking okay. song. Wait. I love that damn song. Don't you? Ever get to comfortable? Get to comfortable. Wait, Avey, to the left, to the left. If you want to leave, if you want to leave, be my step. guest. You can step. Feeling yeah. Beyonce. Beyonce. Like I like, I like you out on your don't get too comfortable. Though that's a vibe too. Yeah, that, yeah, that is good a vibe. Too. Which one, Trey songs? No, uh, future. Future. I have my two songs are um, "Low Tide" by Drama and "Almost Doesn't Count" by Brandy. Ooh. Those are my sad songs. Almost doesn't so count. So if, if I if I really want to get in my feelings, I will play those back to back. Almost doesn't me. count. Let me go listen to that song so I can no, cry please. after this. No, me. no. You know what song about Tony Braxton when you go hard? What's that song where she be like, you say right now that I'm not what you're looking for, but what you really know what time to grow promising. No, what's the song about what she be like? Uh, just be a man about it. Just be a man about just it. Be a man about you know my, That's a good song. That's a good like, song. <laughs> I think my really talking most in there. recent Actually, like new Paula, song. <laughs> I think my most recent new song that's out right now that I really like is "Let It Go" by Summer Walker. Oh, that oh one, yeah, that mm. one. She was uh, oh, you know, she become know what you've been. We just need to come through with like a petty party like breakup no. playlist. What y'all need to listen mm. to is Young Blue's little album "Love Scars." The five six. The one with Drake. Now you're a fan. Yeah. Now that's, no. that's new, Michelle. But now the thing is, I've been trying to put y'all on Young Blue for the last three years, yeah, and I'm really glad like, 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 he's got his recognition. You still what? Yeah, no, because that song he has with uh, Drake. That Drake. Is, oh my gosh, your mind still. But that, but call it, that mixtape though. That whole mixtape will put you in your. I for sure be in there cleaning, listening to over. It. I'm like, oh my god, and it goes by quick too. Because what you? Because I remember I was like, dang, this album's still going. I was like, no, I have it on repeat, and I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. playing like six times. Ooh, I'm like that two a.m. in Houston. Ooh. 
Okay. Yeah, them slap. Actually, we will, yeah, we, will, sorry. we will do a playlist. We will do no, a playlist. Yeah, well, we got to this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, but it's no, but we, you know what? We did that thread one time where everybody was submitting their breakup yeah, song. I'm not gonna lie. That's I took good. a couple of songs from that. I took a couple of songs from that. It was one from Janae Aiko, and I can't even remember what it's called. But I was just like, dang, y'all was really in. I was like, somebody had the uh, Mariah Carey uh, mine oh, again. And yeah. I was like, y'all what's really. That, <laughs> what's that? It had to be Comfort Inn by Janae Aiko because Comfort Inn was just no, like. No, it wasn't. Okay. okay. So I want to ask y'all a question and I want some petty answers. Okay. Yeah, so real. how would y'all feel if y'all recently got out of a long-term relationship and let's say within a short amount of time, your, your ex girlfriend? pops up engaged it's new beef in the streets what's up i'm just kidding oh, wait, wait, how like, long has it been how like, long has it been yeah it's been eight months since y'all broke up yep i object Ooh, your God honor I, not, I don't want to answer this question <laughs> i don't wish it's on my life i don't wish it's on any bar i don't wish it because uh, what is this like is this i'm popping up there like, like maya are, did darnell excuse me but like hold on but are if okay there's two ways if y'all are still communicating throughout these eight months like you know then I'd be confused. But if, like, y'all haven't talked in eight months and he just pops up engaged, I mean... I mean, what? I mean, I'm still pulling up. I'm I being no ass, being her ass. Why? I'm taking her ring. I've seen so many... I've seen so many... But I've seen wow. so many new engagements th- lately that, like, I just... I don't know. I don't I don't see people doing that. Oh, you don't? Because it, it doesn't make it to social media, but it happens, girl. Because it'll happen with <laughs> me. I wish nigga would... I re- eight months, I wish you would. Actually, yeah, actually, I see that's my thing. I'm not gonna sit here and say I will be. I will be upset. Like visibly, I will be upset. But at the same time, I've seen that happen so on so many occasions. Like there's even a whole mm-hmm. little meme about it where it's like I've seen dudes leave ten year plus relationships that's and true. turn around and do all the things oh, that you begged him to do with another female, and he's engaged in this amount of time. And I'm like, that that happens. It does. And like I will be visibly upset. But then today, I've seen that happen so many times that I'm just like. Something about when you when a, you and somebody break up and they move on, they quick with it. That's just a thing. It's just, and oh a problem, gosh, you know, no, I would be hurt because I wouldn't. Oh my god! <laughs> but I wouldn't be hurt because I have a whole new husband too. No, hell no, I'm not. I'm not gonna. Well, no, Nick, no, Nikki would. I, I'm. Le- I believe Nikki. Oh yeah, but, you know, Nikki. Nikki, Nikki the Savage. <laughs> hell yeah, right? but no, I'm not gonna lie. Like I would feel away. Like what? Yeah. Eight months? Like. It's not a long time. Because, okay, so because we, we, we have sat and talked about like I know I have sat on this podcast and said when a nigga be saying he done with me, he done. Ain't done with me. So imagine eight months later, the okay. nigga getting married. So like, what? What about within those eight months? Like you're in a new relationship and everything. Oh, if I'm in a new relationship, then yeah, for sure, it's whatever. Like what? Okay. I still would probably be upset. But even like, then, I yeah, but yeah, no, I would still be upset if I'm in a new relationship. I think really? it, it softens it softens the blow. But, but I would I wouldn't be upset. I would feel away. I don't. I know wouldn't. How I, would feel. I wouldn't be upset, but I do think like my heartstrings would like be pulled hurt a little bit. bit. No, y'all are like, playing. But, but you y'all, know, what? y'all was dating somebody, and eight months later, he's not. Nah, he's in a new relationship. But this is also Engagement? us talking about a thing where we were in the mindset that we want to get married too. Because I cannot fault people that get engaged yeah. shortly after if their Nikki. partner did not want yep. a commitment. Eight months after a breaking up. Michelle, I've, yes. seen less, I've seen less than eight months. Yes, because the thing <laughs> is, like, if I gave you that option and you turned that down, I cannot stop what I want Yeah, for you. There are some my, people my, like, I think you can't. I'm not going to lie. I'm what if the nigga be playing around, though? No. What do you mean? What he was playing around with you. 
Yeah, like we ain't. Wait, so what are you saying, Nikki? What you're saying that like, what if he offered you basically a commitment and you didn't want to take it? Yeah, I think there's like two different ways we could think about this. Like, it'd be like it'd be completely wrong on all like accounts if it was a thing where you were ready for a commitment, you were ready for marriage. But I have also seen where some people weren't ready for that commitment, Mm -hmm. and the other the other partner was, and they Mm -hmm. broke up over that. And the per the person that was they got engaged quickly. That's different. different. But no, but like yeah, that's different. But it can be applied to this too. That's what I'm saying. Like it's just there's. I mean, yeah. Then 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 if that's the situation, then I can't be upset because I'm the one that did it. You know what I mean? But if we're in a relationship where it's like we've grown together, like we spent maybe five six years together, we break up, and eight months later you're married, you're 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 engaged. I, I I would definitely. I agree with Jory. My heartstrings would be tugged. For sure. Like, sure. I'm not going to say that, I, you know, I can, we can joke and be like, okay, I'm being his, I would be hurt. I'm not going to. But gonna, what like, if it was like, okay, six years. Unless of your like, parents okay, intervened. Like, yeah, but like, what if it's like six years of like, yeah, we're growing together, we're getting to know each other, but like, there's just no, like, w- w- like, what, are, are we in the process of mm-hmm. going to settle marriage? I mean, like, are, but, I, but I think that, agenda? I think that, that's what I'm saying, like, and that's why I keep saying like, emphasis, like, oh, I, I would feel away because even if we came to a conclusion where it's like, dang, like this just isn't going to work. Like I was still like in the back of my head, I would still be like, how the hell did it, you make it work this quick with this person mm-hmm. in the back of my head? That's those thoughts would still come across my head. Like then what, maybe we should have made it work for a little bit, or maybe mm-hmm. we could have tried a little harder. Maybe this- we should have did this. Maybe we should have did that. Like, that's what I'm like at the end well, of like the day. Like the moto. This is just like the moto. Homie Period. moved on and got engaged to somebody. But, but like, you I also have experience to move back. But I also feel like p- certain people play certain roles in your life. And I feel like sometimes people can have very long term relationships. And it's based off the soul fact to realize, like, to get yourself ready for your actual, like, soulmate. And y'all yeah. could have been together for five, six years. But within that five, six years, you realize, like, this wasn't the person for you. You cared about them a lot. Don't get me wrong. You cared about this person, but they were not the person for you. And that's the reason why you were able to move on so quickly after this relationship because you knew exactly what you wanted in a long, like a lifelong partner. Yeah, but see, that's what I'm saying. Like, regardless that. of the situation, I still would. Yeah. I still those thoughts would like I can't help those thoughts would still come across my mind. Like, dang, what should I have done differently? What could I have done differently? Because yeah. the fact that I spent this much at this point, like we all have said, we're all intentionally dating. So to intentionally date somebody for five years and then it doesn't work, that means you like at the end of the day, like what could I have done to make this work? Yeah. So like, I think those thoughts are going to come regardless. regardless. But would you have those same feelings for the other person? Like, let's say that it was you in the situation that wanted to move on. Would you be thinking in the back of your head, I wonder what he's thinking, me moving on this quickly? Because that's what I would say. Even if the shoe was on the other foot, I feel like if you're dating, if you dated someone for four or five years, even it, moving forward with somebody else, even me personally, I would want to have respect for the person that I was with before. I feel like even when you're dating somebody, even when you, when you come out for a relationship, you always want to think, what is an appropriate time that I can publicly be out yeah, with this? Publicly be out this person. I don't respect for the person, not for him, but for the respect of him, like how his friends will view it, how his family will view, will view it, all the other stuff. So I feel like for me personally, yeah. like it's just common sense. Like if you dated somebody for that long, they're not gonna want to be. They're not gonna be able to be. Not even want to be. They're not gonna be able to be happy for you eight months from now for an engagement, let alone a relationship. 
a whole engagement. It don't need to be life. happy for me. No, no, I'm no, happy I'm, for myself. Like, no, my thing is, Nikki, yeah, are we living saying, our lives for other people wait, 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 or yourself? Wait, wait, okay, okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. Because that's not what we're talking about. I'm not talking about they need to be. I'm saying because Crystal said she would feel away. What I'm saying is, if you, that was you in that position, you would not expect them to be happy for you. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. So no, it's I'm a, just it's commenting off what you said. Well, I'm saying it's a like normal. Dis- it's mm-hmm. a it's a normal response for people to understand that if you break up with somebody eight months later and get into an engagement, that mm-hmm. person they may not feel angry, but they will feel some kind of a way like, mm-hmm. wow, you know what I mean? Either that could have been me, or maybe if she was that serious about getting into a marriage, she could have applied that seriousness with me. Yeah. It's that and the other. So to me, it's like. I don't know. To me, it's like a duh. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I think I think that yeah. I I definitely agree. I think that the other person has a right to feel that type of way. But now, would I base my movements off of that other person's feelings? No. No. If yeah, I truly can. found so- if I truly found someone after a five six year relationship within six months, and I knew that this person was the one for me, and I want to get engaged, I would do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like Dang. I don't, that, like, I don't simple. believe in like stunning your like blessing or growth just behind someone else's feelings because they weren't considering you when they left you. So like it's okay, like it's okay to like move yeah, on. Yeah, sure. Like, I know? don't, I don't know if that was a conversation. I think we were more talking just about like how we personally would feel in that situation. I was just trying to give like the other side of it, just to let y'all know like I don't think it's I, I, to me. I don't feel like it's abnormal for you to feel away if. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Yeah. Definitely no, not. No, it's not abnormal. But like, I mean, I would understand that someone met somebody literally after like they got out of a long term relationship, literally like six or it could be a month or whatever. And they of course. moved on. Yeah, I mean, if you want to move quickly into your next relationship, that's on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel that. The shade. Uh, no, no, it's not. I mean, is that not quick? Can't ever be shade. <laughs> is, eight, is eight months not quick, Ari? Like, <laughs> not really. Eight months isn't quick? You in a six-year relationship, then eight months you're engaged. Eight months really isn't quick because I see people get engaged in a year. And what's because like four you think, mm, I'm not gonna lie. Like think about that. it. Like you with somebody from 25, you leave them at 31. Like whew, yeah, no, nah, you don't have no more time to waste. I mean, I, uh, yeah, like gotta I go. I, I guess I feel that. <laughs> okay, so I have a question. After recently getting out of a relationship and you begin dating, like how honest do y'all feel? Like y'all do? How honest are you guys with the guy, the new, the new guy? about like your past relationships it's none of your business <laughs> yeah like it depends on the See, course, that's how like, i the feel context but of i've question. had people ask like, me like oh like, it's how really... long were you go ahead no sorry go ahead um i agree that i don't feel like it's any of their business but i have had people ask me and i always get hesitant because i'm like i really don't want to talk about this and i was just mm-hmm. like it's none of your business as to know like how long my last relationship was or when it ended and i'm just like I don't really like that. Yeah. Wait, I, why wouldn't you tell them what when it ended, though, if you're, like, dating them? I mean, because maybe I broke up with a nigga just last week. Like, yeah. I'm just saying, like, I just and don't I'm feel like... And I'm dating you. Like, yeah, I just don't feel like it's... I, I'm obligated to tell you when I broke up with somebody or how long was that relationship, I was in that relationship. Because I feel like dudes be, like, analyzing, like, oh, she was in a long relationship, she was in a short relationship. Like, it's none of y'all really your business. It's just, like, mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. been single, and that's that. Well, yeah, like true, me, but because uh, uh, I'm like, like I'm just thinking like pieces. Yeah, well, that too. But I'm just thinking about it. If like, if I am I gonna go on a date with a nigga who just got out of a five year relationship? That don't matter. But what if you, you don't know that till you get there, though? What does that right. have to do with you? Yeah, low key. Honestly, <laughs> like, literally, what, what does that, that do? have to do with you? Like you were not because in you that know, like if you just broke up with this chick last week, who cares? You playing games? No, niggas, we still, no, bro. But you're gonna still add, tied but, in. 
Because I've had people ask that like the first time we actually met up for to to grab lunch, and I'm just like, okay, I don't no. feel obligated to tell you yeah, that I just got out of a very if long time. If you're going on a date like, with somebody, oh. is if you're dating somebody, I think that not probably like um just certain things uh-huh. like. It's kind of just, I think you should tell the person that you are dating. If you see yourself go, going somewhere like, with that person, like not somebody that you mm-hmm. went on a date with, somebody that mm-hmm. you're dating. I, I feel like for me, that doesn't like, matter. Mm-hmm. That doesn't matter. People are in loveless relationships for a very long time. People, like, people can be in relationships for years. In the last two years, they were not in love with that person. So them going on a date with you now, it does not matter how long they're in that relationship for. The only thing I need to know is if you're having sexual relations with anybody else. And that's what, and that, no. that's what, that's the conversation we need to be having. It does not yes. matter if, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the mm-hmm. only conversation I really want to have with you. I don't care mm-hmm. if you were with someone for 10 years. You're not with them now. You're here with me. Let's yeah. just- this is this is very true. This is very true. But I only read the the perspective I'm coming from is like, um, because I actually don't ask personal questions. But the perspective I'm coming from is like, um, which I guess it's not, okay. Red flags. But mm-hmm. even in that sense, like some people can show other red flags do they didn't show other people. We get mm-hmm. people are treated differently, whatever the case may be. However, if like you're telling, if you're dating somebody who seriously is like, okay, yeah, I cheated on my last five relationships, like. I think that's something that I can't like, I don't know. Like that's something, not something that you, you should make base your decision off of that. But I do mm-hmm. think you should consider yeah. that in the back of your head, how he is with past relationships. And yeah. same mm-hmm. thing with the woman, like, Oh, well I was, you know, I was this way. Like, you know, I cheated too. Like, I think you would need to know, like, this is a pattern. So mm-hmm. maybe I should move X, Y, Z way. That's no. so I have a question. Oh, oh. no, keep no I was going to say the thing is the reason why I kind of agree with you, Chris, is because I feel like I was kind of in that same position where, I used to be the same way. I was like, okay, I feel like when people ask you, oh, where'd you come out from? Or how long was you dating your last person? You ask the lie because no nigga wants you to be like, oh, I just left my last relationship two weeks ago, whatever. But I felt like I was kind of like, I ended up like talking to somebody shortly after I left somebody who I was with before. And they asked that question. I kind of lied about it. I was like, oh, I ain't, I ain't talking to nobody, da, 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 because it wasn't their business. But afterwards, like certain issues started coming up. And I think later on down the line, I was like, listen, you have to understand. I was coming fresh off a relationship. So, like, what you were talking about, I really wasn't trying to be on. And he was like, you was coming fresh off of what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, we never had that conversation. If we did, and he was like, you never told me that. I was like, true. And honestly, at that moment, I didn't realize, like, damn, honestly, that lucky was a big deal that I probably should have told you that. I'm not mm-hmm. even going to lie, because that would have gave you a lot of insight off of the way that I was acting. Because you was assuming, yeah. like, for you to be single moving like this, you sh- this should be cool. But in my head, I'm like, I come from a relationship. You keep talking about relationships talk to me. I'm really not trying to hear it. Honestly, if you're trying yeah. to talk about mm-hmm. like it's really not clicking for me. So if I would have been transparent in the beginning, maybe you would have been able to digest the information and move accordingly. But you was making assumptions based off shit that you didn't know. So now moving forward, I'm like, you know what? Honestly, if you seek a relationship with somebody, those are like good questions to ask. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie. You need to know where their head is at concerning building yeah. a new relationship their past relationships, how they handle past relationships, why they broke mm-hmm. up. All these things are like really important. You know what I mean? You can't overlook that because it ends up happening in your relationship regardless. But you don't want to end up talking to a dude who slide back to his girlfriend a week girl. later. And it'd be yeah. like, oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I broke and- up last night. I would but do that's Michelle, Thank you. I literally just Michelle, said that. let me ask you this. What was the time frame between you dating this new person and you breaking up with your ex? One week. No, it was it was very like it was very like it, it was it was borderline rebound. I'm not even gonna lie, I was rebound mm-hmm. territory. So then, so so then, would that not just mean that you weren't ready to be dating? 
But at the same time, you don't yeah, know but that. Yeah, on a date anyway. is, You don't know that until you experience it. You don't know when you're ready until you start dating. Because you could start dating your first date. You'd be like, I was ready for this, right? Because your head always tells you you're ready to move on because you're trying to move on. So I was in a situation where I was trying to move on, trying to like force myself forward. And you're meeting people who are asking all these questions like, oh, da, da, da. And you're not ready to even delve into all yeah, that. So you're, you're like, not realizing you yeah. don't so want to be there it down until you and get maybe, there. Yeah, maybe if you would have been transparent, you would have realized maybe I was ready for these conversations. But in your head, you're telling yourself like, I don't want to bring up the past. I want to bring up this, da, 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 da. And it just so happened that whatever I started at that time ended up actually like succeeding and going forward. But since I wasn't transparent in the beginning, it was kind of, it kind of was hard. Mm-hmm. It would be him in battle where I was like, dang, moving forward, I probably will be a little bit more transparent as to where I'm at in the dating stage, you know? Just yeah. mm-hmm. to take the other person's feelings into account. Yeah. I guess but for me, it, some, go ahead. When it comes I was gonna to ask like, another question, go ahead. Someone says something about like personal questions. Like, so, when people ask you personal questions or you ask someone a personal question, do you want them to be upfront and honest or lie to you? I should be honest. Why would I want upfront. somebody to Because, like, sometimes, because, like, I don't know, because, like, from this conversation, because, like, I've heard some people say they would lie to people if they ask them, like, a personal conversation because it's none of their business. But it's, like, mm. do y'all feel like not being honest upfront is, like, kind of hindering things or kind of, like, confusing situations and everything like that? Mm. Yeah, I it definitely do. Does. I feel, sure. yeah. I feel like it can. always the move. I think people say what they think the other person wants to hear. Yeah. And I feel like you're not wanting to tell somebody, oh, I just got out of a relationship because you fear that that person might not want to talk mm-hmm. to you because you might slide back. So you try to be yeah. like, oh, it's been a while, but it's just like, that's mm-hmm. unfair to them. Cause it's like, allow them yeah. to make that dis- decision on their own. Am I cool with that or not? Cause yeah. nine times out of 10, they're going to be cool with it anyway. So yeah. Cause like, I like when I ask a question and a man's uh, honest with me, like at the end of the day, I don't want you lying to me because then it's like yeah. I'm moving blindly and it's like, no, I'll be honest, be real. Like, if you fucking other people, cool, but I'm not going to fuck with you at that. But it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just be honest about it. Don't be sitting here lying to people. And like, So do you feel like, you feel like if, okay, let's say that you ask a guy these type of questions like about their past relationship or whatever and they withhold it from you, do you feel like it's because there's something to hide? Maybe they're just, honestly, maybe there's, they just, they don't trust me with it or like they just don't feel comfortable talking about mm-hmm. it. It can be a lot of things, but me Or do you feel like, like they're still invested in their past relationship? They still have feelings for it. That's why you don't want to talk. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't personally feel that way. I just feel like maybe someone's just not comfortable mm-hmm. talking about it. Like they don't really know you like that to be like sharing that type of deep information mm-hmm. with you. Me, I like being open with people. So like some people don't, like they want to wait. Okay, a few months. Okay, cool. I can share this, dish that. Mm-hmm. But some people don't move like that. Well, that's what I I'm saying. Like, okay, me. so in general, do y'all feel like if they were to hide, like, not hide, like, keep that information for you, that, from you, that they're hiding something? Mm-mm. Or they still have no. feelings for them. Not they're hiding something, no. they still have feelings for that person. No. no. I think for me personally, if I have lied, I, like, sometimes I lie because I know, like, I was really dumb in that situation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I was stupid. And, like, I was in, like, a very, like, toxic relationship you know what i'm saying and sometimes i don't want to bring that energy to like something new because i don't want them thinking like i'm okay with the bs you know what i'm saying so like sometimes i will like just leave out some of the details so that Mm -hmm. that way it's like we're not starting on old drama or how i used to be you know what i'm saying like i'm able to start this on the on the page that i want to start this on Mm mm-hmm yeah i think the the only reason i ask because like from my perspective like if somebody asks me about the only reason i wouldn't unless i didn't really buy what you or fuck with you like that the only reason i would withhold that information from you is because i still had feelings for that other person like so i would probably mm-hmm. be like oh i don't want to talk about it so that's why i was asking like do y'all feel like it if that's the case when if a guy was would 
to do that would do that to you. I feel like people just don't want to be judged too, because I feel like people automatically be like, "Oh, you got a relationship? This is the rebound shit." You know what I mean? And then a lot of the times, like I don't know about y'all, but some people that I've dated in the past have been like very high key, and it's like I just don't even need that in something new. You know what I'm saying? You might know this person, and then it just like mm-hmm. becomes more awkward. It's just mm-hmm. like, but they're not asking you for names; they're just asking you about the situation. But it may, maybe why we broke up is embarrassing. I don't want to share that with you. Yeah, like, I, I, I don't want to share the reason as to why he cheated on me. And now oh, he has a baby. Like, why would I say that? Because <laughs> then you looking at me like, dang, like what's wrong with him do that? Like now I'm defected. Like no, it's him. Yeah, Girl, this uh-uh. is true. This is true. Okay, so okay, if your friend, what if your friend after being with somebody for like five plus years says she doesn't believe in marriage anymore because that took all her energy? So like, what kind of advice would you give to her? None. It is what it is. You don't believe in it. It's, it's okay. Your, li- your okay. life will end today. Go ahead. You know what? It's not. Is it my job to convince you that marriage is the shit? It's not my job. If you don't mm-hmm. believe in marriage, because I don't even know what marriage is myself. No. So I cannot convince you of something that I haven't even had myself. <laughs> like honestly, that's between you. Yeah. The most yeah. I can tell you is to remain them. optimistic in God. Yeah. And I, yeah. Just be it. like. I mean, I I would just say don't let one black egg spoil the bunch. That's it. Like that's it. If you don't believe, marriage, it, cool. Chilling for everybody. It's not. It's not. Like, and that's what I want people to like, I don't want to say normalize, but I think that like, if somebody tells you like, okay, I don't want to get married or whatever. Like, like, for example, if I tell my mom, an African mother, I don't want to get married, she's going to convince me like, why don't you want to get married? That's something different. You don't go to your mama and tell them that. There are certain things you I'm don't just giving an them. example. That's I'm just giving an example. But I'm just saying, like, just normalize letting it be what it is. Because, like, there are some people who will tell you, like, oh, don't say that. Why don't you want to get married? Like, let's do this. Let's do that. I just don't want to get married. I'm, so mm-hmm. I don't think that coming from somebody who myself, I don't know if I do. Like, I think that it's okay. Like, if somebody tells you that, just let it be that. Like, don't try to convince them. Like, it, it, like they said, what? Say what I said. Energy is what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say. You know, I feel you. Like, yeah, I'm I'm strong on that. I'm not convincing nobody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's like myself. it's a very good example. It's like couples that one one person has come into the like relationship being very clear that they don't want children, and then later on down the line they fall in love, and now this other person wants a child, and the other person made it very clear that they don't want children, and now it's like this like this it just doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? And it's like if y'all had just been honest with each other from the beginning, y'all probably wouldn't even have to go through this situation later on, like years down the line and wasted all your time over mm-hmm. something that someone made very clear from the beginning that they did not want. Mm-hmm. That reminds me of an old girl from, what's the girl who dates Jeezy now? Yeah, from um, okay. The Jenny. Real. But I see her popping a baby she out. She's going to have a child soon. She's not like she's going to have a baby with him. I feel no. like she met the right person. Like She, she sees that now. I watch Orange County with Housewives and one of the ladies, she married a billionaire. She was young. He said he didn't want to have no kids. She had no kids with him. They got a divorce. This man had a has a kid with his new wife, and she has a new oh, boyfriend. Oh yeah, his new boyfriend. Ain't that kind of like the Neo situation too? Yeah, she, but hers was different he because kids, I feel like got her two Neo. Times. At least he got yeah. her twins, and she she said, "Oh, it's my decision." But she really said that she cried even when her she had a new nigga and everything. She cried with him, and even I was wondering, like, so how would y'all feel if y'all were in a situation where? You're dating somebody who just came out first of her new relationship, but maybe their their ex did something to harm them. And maybe made a decision in their life that still affects them, and they cried mm-hmm. with you. Would you allow them to cry, or would you be like, "You gotta leave, or to go"? Oh my it god! Dep- it, it depends. What do you mean? Like, what do you mean? 
I like, feel like with the girl, y'all, I don't know who y'all are talking about. I'm surprised I don't. Is she new or is she an old cast member? No, you know, they just had a season premiere like a week and a half. Oh, I haven't watched it. But I feel like in her situation, like, she probably left that marriage solely because she didn't, they weren't, he wasn't going to have kids. So even if I moved on another relationship and then I find out that you have now had a kid, I'm sorry, I'm still going to be messed up about it because maybe the only reason I left you is because I wanted a kid. Because of the kids. No, like, no, I the still thing, loved you. You know what I mean? So it's like, there's probably there's still no love, love there, lost. but she's moving on with her life. But I'm just like, in that situation, I would be very upset. And I'm sorry, you're going to have to see me cry and I'm going to need you to understand why. No, the thing is, this is, yeah. yeah, this is worse. I don't even think they broke up over the kids. <laughs> they were together for like 20 years. They were together for a long time. They just divorced Damn. divorced. Um, he was like a little country girl, found a billionaire. She tore the world with him. He showed her everything. He had divorced. Did she leave him money? I mean, clearly, she on Oregon County. She left a bit of money. I'm like, bitch, you're not going. But they're still going through a divorce. So we'll see how much she leaves with. They're made divorce. I would definitely let that person have their affection. Already got a, a, a baby on the way. Already. You're wow. divorced. See, no, yeah. so I would crazy. let that person like cry to me. But then that would also open my eyes to the fact that they definitely are not over their their ex. No, that's not necessarily true. I mean, it's just that's like, it's a lot. Like someone said they didn't want to have kids with you, and then y'all end up divorcing, and then yeah. it's crazy. I don't know. Now they're having a kids like, and I'm not saying I, that's that's not like, that's okay. But there's still feelings there, and that's also okay. I think that, that it depends on what the what to the situations. Not about I think, you. It depends on what the past trauma is. Like, if it's, oh, she she's getting married or she's moving on, she got married, I would just be like, you got to go. But if it's something like, I don't say detrimental, but something as serious as somebody having a baby or somebody as serious as maybe somebody passing away, like anything, then yes, like I will be there for you as a significant other. You can cry on my shoulder. I get it. Like we're human. You're not going to turn the other cheek if somebody, if your yeah. significant other's crying on you, like, yeah. but it definitely depends on situation because like nikki said it come it can be some situations where it's like you crying because this girl moved on you're, you're you still care so it depends on the situation like why it shouldn't be that deep <laughs> if you're crying it's not that deep. okay so i have a question do y'all consider yourself to be good like partners in relationship like do y'all be think y'all are a catch mm-hmm. i do but i also think i overextend myself yeah to be honest like i feel like I'm just uh, like I just I want to say I do too much like I'm just very selfless and like I I, I think I wear I carry everybody else's happiness on me and so it's like when I get in a relationship like that is magnified times 10 like it's like oh I'm trying to do this do this especially if I if I really really rock with you I'm gonna do a lot so Mm -hmm. I think that but I also could think that I say that as like yeah I feel like I'm a good catch but I also feel like me overextending myself can also be like a bad thing as well yeah because it's like so I want to read something so y'all can then rethink the question again. And it says, some of y'all think y'all make good partners because you won't cheat. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Would you want to read it so toxic? And I said, it's not, to- it's not, to- I don't think, I don't find it toxic though. Okay, I don't okay. find it toxic. It says, some of y'all think y'all make good partners because you won't cheat, but you don't realize you're, and this not, not all of it has to apply. But okay, like, I feel you, I feel you, I feel you. Because you won't cheat, but you don't realize you're inconsiderate, unappreciative, manipulative, insecure, you lack empathy, have poor communication skills, harboring emotional trauma from your past and bad at sex that last part was just to be funny but i feel like when i read that i was like dang like because i do feel like sometimes i think in my head like oh i I do this and i do that but i'm just like but do i bring everything to this like some of it he was like oh you like um 
uncommunicative. Uh, yeah, like don't lack good communication. I'm just like, dang, like sometimes people can harp on, oh, I bring this one good thing to the table, but it's like, yeah. what else do you bring? Like yeah. you also bring this one good thing and you also have emotional trauma from your past. And it's just like, you have yeah. sometimes, mm-hmm. it made me really think like, dang, like, am I a good partner? Like, what should I actually truly be working on? Because when I read that, I was like, dang, like I kind of feel called out a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But you know, what's crazy. I feel like I'm actually the opposite. I feel like I probably have the mindset of what you just read, but I feel like I'm more of a crystal. If that makes sense. Cause I feel like with me, like, I feel like when relationships and sometimes with women in general, I feel like people can relate. We always have this, what, what could we have done better? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Oh, I could have been this. I could have done that. Maybe I could have done this. I could have done that. But when you really look at the relationship and what you contributed, contributed to the relationship, I feel like as women, sometimes we do over, overextend ourselves. And even in overextending ourselves, we always wish we could have overextended ourselves even more. You know what I mean? Sometimes I feel like we have to give ourselves a little bit more credit for who we are given the circumstances that we were in, you know? Yeah. And who the relationship I don't, allowed ourselves to be. Sometimes you're like, oh, I wish I was this. I could have been that. And I was just like, did your partner allow you, allow you to be that person in the relationship? You have to ask yourself. Because even communicating yeah, better, did your true. partner give you that room to communicate more? Did your partner give yourself that room to be empathetic to what he was mm-hmm. going through, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. That's why mm-hmm. I kind of want to... I have to agree with Michelle on that. And like and the reason why I'm not feeling what Jory read is because I'm pretty sure this person that wrote this do- doesn't even have all those qualities himself. And I feel like n- no one is able to bring all those qualities into yeah. one single relationship because no one's perfect. So yeah. it's like, I feel like people have to stop having these unrealistic expectations of someone yeah. if that's not what they're bringing to the table. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I feel like every person has pros and cons. And mm-hmm. if your pros outweigh your cons, I feel like you're doing great. Mm-hmm. Yep. But the thing Simple. is, the meme didn't say have this, this, and that. The meme pointed out problems that people have. People yeah. can be insecure. because of- you could be insecure. People might have bad communication, and I felt like. It was saying people think they make a good partner just because you won't cheat. And I'm like, that's Mm -hmm. not enough. Like, what Mm -hmm. else do you truly bring to the table? And I feel like that's important because I've had friends before be like, oh, well, I do this, this, and this. And I'm just like, like, it's almost like, what else do you bring to the table? And it shouldn't be about what else you bring to the table, but it's just like, you're harping on this one thing. But do you, are you well in all these other things that you should need if you're going to be in like a good relationship with somebody? And it's just like, you can't focus on that one thing because it's like, you got to always be working on yourself. But still, but still, a nigga made that tweet because it's like, I can't, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. very much. He, so. he made it to be funny. He he too. Too. And you got <laughs> bad sex, like, Oh, oh, oh y'all don't cheat, but y'all bad. Nah, nigga. <laughs> you do all that shit and still cheat. No, you're still enough for me, dog. It's still enough for me, dog. But no, I do feel that a little bit. I feel both sides. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ouch. We're editing that part out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm hurting. Um, but to answer your question, I, I do feel like I'm a great partner. Like, I feel like throughout the years, I feel like I've matured and, like, gotten better in maybe the different areas that were mentioned. And, you know, I feel like I'm a great partner. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm the perfect partner. But I feel like I'm a great partner. The know? problem was when, like, you, when you be the perfect partner for the wrong one, you'd be like, listen, I'm going to steal it down a few for the next time. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. y'all don't be deserving. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Y'all don't be deserving. And that's what I, and that's what I feel like what, what I was saying. Like, I feel like I'd be overextending myself because, like, maybe I'd be, like, giving too much too soon sometimes. And sometimes guys take that as red flags and be like, oh, you know. Yeah. I don't like yeah. doing stuff for men. 
because I feel like it's in me <laughs> to want to do like, it. I'm very like if you ask me something like I'm gonna take like I can get very encompassed in like trying to help you with something and I just feel like niggas don't be appreciative of that mm-hmm. and not everybody should even have me like in their back not in their back pocket but like if you know my man then why am I doing all this to like help you achieve yeah. this goal you know what I mean like that's not deserving of everybody I feel like but like see if I really care about like a man like I don't mind doing stuff like I love it. Not gonna lie to y'all. Mm. I, I kind I love. Her, I like it, so but like, I feel like I've I learned that not everybody is entitled to it. Yeah. Like I have to. Like it, it needs to be. I don't want to say beneficial. It doesn't have to be you doing something for me for me to do it. But at the same time, I feel like. I need to know that you're worthy of me doing something for you. It's not that I don't like to yeah. do it. It's just like, are you even worthy of this quality? Of yeah. Me? Yeah. I, no, okay. I completely agree. So to kind of like scale back to the topic, like, would y'all feel away if your ex is like, want, does like certain things with his new chick that he, y'all didn't, he didn't do for y'all? Why would I know I'm minding my business? Period. It's if a question. You're feeling away question. That, if you <laughs> okay. know. Okay. Yes, I, feel like I if would. <laughs> wait, but I, Okay cool me personally if not really because if i'm feeling what that means i'm keeping tabs doesn't even matter about tabs like what what if i you know what okay this is one thing like i feel like i have correction on a a boyfriend ex-boyfriend no ma'am no i don't know i feel like it could be anything like what if i tell you i like fresh flowers and next thing I know with your new girlfriend she gets fresh flowers every week I just feel like it's almost like things that I groomed you to do you're now doing, doing it for, for somebody the next else girl, I had an and ex tell like me that. y'all know y'all know the saying now we always make the whoever you wish better for the next person they get with that's that why I be hurt. like just mind Ooh. your business cause that does that does hurt I would be that upset by hurt. that but that's when it comes mm-hmm. into just mind your business like and that's something that I had to learn like we literally make people better for the next person and you can't be looking like that's what hurts cause it's like, like that's 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 a hard you, pill you do this because of me like I've had an ex tell me verbatim he was like yeah i pretty much learned how to like have date nights and stuff like i because of you and i'm like see me take this like oh like so oh now you know how to do dates okay now you know how to communicate now you know how to express your feelings oh okay child i hate it okay so um crap what was i about to ask oh do y'all feel like it's easier for Actually, no. So the the there's a recent tweet that popped up, and the tweet was, "If I pop up doing a one year anniversary post with my girl, please don't try and do calculations to check if dates overlap. Choose peace always." How do y'all feel about that? Um, I don't feel no kind of way, but I'm not gonna go do the math. But if I if it's in my head that I think you was trying to talk to me in that time frame, I'm gonna just be like, "Oh, I'm not gonna go out of my way to go check messages like." I'll just know in my head, like, oh, okay, this time but if, you are. if we was together three months ago, you need to choose peace and not post that shit. You choose peace. Don't put it on me. <laughs> choose peace for yourself because I will bring Wahala to your life. Three <laughs> months ago, I, didn't, I wasn't even thinking three months. I, I was I thinking mean, like a, yeah, a year ago, but a then year ago. what you said actually makes sense. No, like, when you said do, like, do the math, in my head, I'm thinking it because shit's overlapping. That's yeah, this like, there. Yeah, so if he posts a one year anniversary and then y'all was talking five months of that one year, that's what he's saying. Like, don't come up to me. <laughs> no, like, you choose. But the thing is, like, 
I'm not gonna feel the way because all I'm gonna think to myself is you ain't my nigga because look 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 what you do like look what you did to her and this is like this is her man like this is the man that you are. But like, I be cool. thinking that shit not gonna lie. Niggas be getting engaged. It's like sis, hate it for you. But yeah, no, like I'm just feeling no that. type of way because I'm like now he's your now he's your problem. He was just over mm-hmm. here like that's on yeah. you, girl. I feel like it just depends too. But I feel like for me, I don't know about for y'all. Y'all like my first like couple months of like a possible like relationship getting to know someone i'm like trying to get rid of everybody else that i'm talking to are you yeah no i really like the thing is like think about it like you gotta really really like clean your phone like smooth out and like first months like first like month or two yeah okay Okay. joan so it's like like, serious or is just y'all are like like serious so it's like you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm really trying to like clear my phone out. And so for me, like if, if I see that and I, we were talking like 10 months ago, I really wouldn't think much of it. Cause I'd be like, Oh, okay. Like whatever. He just started to get serious with her. So now they're celebrating, but it's like, I don't know. I don't think that, I don't think what I took it as, like I said, I think it's like if, he, if the nigga posts a one year anniversary and for six of those months, y'all dated for that. That's what, that, that's what there is. There's a friend. That's how I took it. Like six months of that one year, y'all were dating, or three months of that one year, y'all were dating, and then he posts a one year anniversary. And it's just like, wait, we were together January through February, so how are y'all together for one year? Or it starts in February, January through like June. How are y'all together sometimes? For I mean, because it depends on who calculated the one year anniversary. Maybe you know, he was just getting into it the first one to three months you was talking to him with her, and in that girl book, they started talking this day, so that's their anniversary. So Child. Okay, it is what it is. Low key, you know it's crazy because people have anniversaries is different. Because I was dating this guy and he was like, "Oh, today's our anniversary." I was like, "How? Like, how did you make this number?" He literally made up a random date. He was like, "Oh, today was the date I talked to you." I was like, "No, sir, that's not how it works." So sometimes anniversary is different to different people. People's anniversary be like when we met, we start talking, and I asked you out our first date. You know. I'm old. I don't even keep it with stuff like that no more. <laughs> I don't. I don't care about anniversaries. If it's not our wedding anniversary, what we celebrating? Ring me, please. <laughs> oh. Okay. So let's see. Last question. Um, how do you got? How do you care for your friend when she's going through a breakup? Like, are you that fuck nigga friend? Or are you that get that nigga back friend? See, I'm there to listen to you. Whatever you want to yeah. do, because you might take him back. I've learned yeah. like I don't like to give advice on relationships. Like I'll listen Neutral. to you. I'll listen to you. I might be like, oh well, that wasn't right. Like little stuff like that. But I'm not giving you opinion on to leave or to to stay because I'm like, then Dave, you take him back. Like I understand. That's your like, I'm not in yeah. that relationship. I don't have love for this person, so I don't know what you're willing to tolerate or not willing to tolerate. So yeah. I'll get you out, but I'm not giving advice. I yeah, I definitely. Counsel. Yeah, and I definitely don't want to hear, like, as soon as I break up with somebody, my friends talk about, girl, fuck that nigga, like, shut up. I no, still love like, him. <laughs> well, you be trying to go in, like, and then again, so they be like, yeah, he fuck him. I'm just like, whoa, hold up now. He's <laughs> still my nigga. Don't right, fake. like, I don't still love him. You seen him yesterday. I want you to tell me to get back with him, so, like, don't do too much. I never liked yeah. him for you anyway. You be like, like what? <laughs> okay, bitch, now I see how you really feel. Now I see you the op. <laughs> now you're not coming to the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we toxic. Don't listen Well, that concludes another great episode with your favorite ladies. Petty Party Podcast, episode 65. 
Follow us on Twitter, which is Petty Party Pod, or on IG, same thing, Petty Party Pod. Also, we will leave in the description the places where you can donate for the NSARS movement. And also, you can read, like um, one of the hosts said earlier, reach out to us individually. If you don't feel comfortable, you know, you know, putting it on our page, you can reach out to us. Um, thank you for, thank you to all those who share the episodes and have been sticking with us. We also have merchandise, so feel free to go to pettypartypodcast.com and get you some merch before it's gone. Also use our hashtag pettypartypodcast. And also if you have any like petty chronicles you want to share, please email us at pettyparty12814 at gmail.com. It's your girl, Amakalette. Holla. Bye y'all. It's Crystal. Bye guys. It's Joy. It's your girl, Michelle, aka each of the few nasty. And they saved your favorite for last. Just Nick. Bye, y'all. Bye. Give me a peek.